WGPR Detroit HD2. You're watching WHPS, Highland Park, Detroit. FM 88.1 WHPR, Highland Park. Detroit Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the following show are not necessarily the views and opinions of WHPS, its affiliates, management, or sponsors. What's going on? What's happening, man? Keys is here back in the building, man. So not so podcast. What's going on with you ugly bastards? I missed y'all, man. Missed y'all a whole lot. Star's back in the building. What's the deal? And we have a special <laughs> guest in the building. Now, now, shouts out to my man, Gino. I don't love you, but I like you a little bit. You feel what I'm saying? You kind of cool sometimes in small doses. You don't know Gino, Star. You have to meet Gino. Yeah. Gino is funny he's a funny guy and he's kind of a um white people say like um an acquired taste is what the white folks say <laughs> like okay to use white like man's wine. Terms. yeah something like that <laughs> okay yeah. something or like beer. something like wine okay you love it over time right. uh, absolutely <laughs> right but we got a special guest that i met through him and i'm gonna let miss lady introduce herself Hello world, I am Jalen Aaron, owner of Aaron Collection. Um, I have a salon, two of them actually. One is located in Atlanta, Georgia, and my newest location is located the east of Detroit, right on Gratiot and State Fair. Right okay. in the 48205. Yeah. Okay. Right on the east side. <laughs> I grew up. <laughs> okay. From where? Uh, I, w I was raised like on Rossini. Okay. Went to school, Hellman, all through Seven Mile. Okay. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. All right. Now, she was from the West Side. <laughs> Respectfully, would not have been as hospitable as I was. Yeah, nah, East Side for sure. You Definitely. Know you know I, was, I was raised right down the street on Glenwood. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right over there. Mm -hmm. Did I ask you? Well, you was from? I didn't ask you that, did I? Grassy, yep. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so it's the East Side show tonight, y'all. Definitely. So we're going <laughs> to chop it up with her about um, 
her upbringing, her um, come up, her stay up, and her plans for the future. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What she got going on. Now, one of the things that she first told me when I first met her was that she lives a fast life. Now, immediately, <laughs> the radio nigga in me, immediately was like, hell yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> We're going to find out what the fuck that means. I got a good idea, but I might be wrong as fuck. Who knows? I'm usually not. And she's from the east side, so I feel like I'm not. <laughs> but we gonna see. We gonna see. But before we get to that, man, um, hold on. Because I don't even know when it was. So I gotta scroll back up because mad shit happened. So I need the date. Rest in peace to take off. Definitely. Um, That's so shot 28 years old. Mm. So young. A few so days ago. Different. And it's, 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 it's a tragic thing because mm. we're all around the same age in here. So we grew up listening to them brothers for 10 years for real since like 2010 11 whenever versace came out and bando and all that good stuff so throughout the show i'm gonna be playing some of um now I, niggas don't call in talking about i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about okay i didn't i'm not playing the best migo songs i'm gonna be playing take off's best verses is what i'm gonna be doing one nigga died not three okay so we're not doing the other two niggas are very much alive still okay so I'm not gonna be playing. I'm not playing Versace. Okay, I'm not playing Bad and Bougie. I'm not playing those. I'm gonna be playing Takeoff's best verses. Okay, so if you feel some type of way about it, when you see me, whoop my ass in the streets. If you feel some type of way about what the fuck I'm playing on my shit. Okay, okay. How y'all week been? My it's week. been a great week for me. My week's I'm been okay. good. Feeling great. That's a that's a financial smile. Star, how, how how was your week? I feel like you asking me my week because you want me to embarrass myself in front of all these people. Hey. <laughs> my week was okay. Okay. I did poke my eye on some clumsy stuff. How? Well. Don't laugh. She's sensitive about this. Yeah, don't tell her to laugh either because she might laugh just because. She's gonna laugh for sure. I well, laugh. Well, what happened was, um, so if. Okay, so my son a little busy, you know, so I had him in one hand. He was kind of fighting with me a little bit, and I had my little Slurpee because I like 7-Eleven slushes. I had my little slush in one hand, but I had a medium slush, you know, similar to this one right here. But it was the smaller one, but it was the same straw, right? So, okay, don't laugh because it's not even funny. You're right because you're hurt. So I had the straw in my hand, like, fighting with my son, and he was about to hit me. So I'm like, you know, because he, he was trying to get out of my lap. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So he was trying to hit me or whatever, and I turned my head, and the, the tall straw, because remember, the straw not this, you know, the, the cup not this big, for mm-hmm. real. The cup about this, and the straw a lot the straw a lot longer. So I turned my head, and boom, it went in my face like that. I cut, I cut my whole... Say the I, word. You cut your <laughs> what? What'd you cut? This is funny too. What'd you cut? Cornea. <laughs> your cornea? Cornea. Cornea. I said it, but I ain't drank it out. Okay. Right, right. I got it. <laughs> cool. She, so she cut her Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said when that's I came. That's what I said Fuck before. Me up when I heard. trying to embarrass me in front mm-hmm. of all these people. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it hurt it. So now in light, I got to just like, you know, I got to. I got a big issue here <laughs> with my eye, and that's how my weekend went, or the beginning of my weekend went. I cut my eye, so I feel like that's you shouldn't laugh at my pain though, because I don't think that's funny, you know. See, I feel you, 
Right? Mm-hmm. But here's my question. If it happened to somebody else, would you be laughing? I mean, I guess it just depends on the delivery. I mean, you got to find a little humor out of some of the pain you go through. Yeah. I guess that's the best True that. True that. True that. Now, Miss Jalen, I know what you're asking yourself. Mm-hmm. I asked that, too. How the fuck did you <laughs> hit yourself nah, with a straw? That's what I said, Actually, too. Actually, it was just like a, my eye landed on a straw type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, boom, it was there, and I turned my head. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mm-hmm. paying attention to what was in my hand. I was paying attention to him about the fall. On. Yeah, it was just like... Make a long story short, I should just put the cup down, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> put the cup down. But, but put you your know. son down. He didn't want to be in your lap. No, but you understand. Okay, maybe. How old is maybe he? Maybe he two going on 22. I'm telling you. Yeah, y'all. he would have been gone somewhere. Oh, that's down. fine. He got to get a little baby. Yes, he would have been in everything. Beach. Well, to be fair, you wouldn't have been injured. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not home. in my eye, but. Maybe not, yeah. If you knew my son. <laughs> oh well he aggressive oh well maybe so <laughs> how was your week how much <laughs> you talking about how much ah. it was good it was good so monday i'm off i handle some business tuesday i got some opportunities presented to me um okay. nothing too major just something i was looking forward to um, Wednesday was a good day. Thursday was a great day. Mm-hmm. Friday was a beautiful day as well. I was booked and busy. And then mm-hmm. Saturday, I think what made it a great week for me was I ended it with self-care. Like, I was able to go get a massage and a facial. Mm-hmm. I got dressed and cute. Because I've been actually down for like two, three weeks. I had surgery and was sick and stuff like that. And then just trying to catch up on everything. It was like a lot of mental, financial, playing business, here and there, brain all over the place. So this week I actually caught up on everything and money was flowing in. And then I could take care of myself at the end and look cute, which is a great week for me. Ate good. Don't have no worries in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Everything is in, back in order. And I'm looking forward to Monday. Okay. All right. That's what's up. Now, when I first met this uh, young lady right here, I got, got a little bit of scared. Because when you talk to niggas and they have, like, a set tone mm-hmm. and it don't really change at all, no matter <laughs> what they saying, that's some scary <laughs> shit. Just, just me as a nigga. That's just what I'm saying. So I expect her to be the. I don't. Are you? You're not a loud person, are you? You don't really yell much. No, if I'm yelling, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You might. Are you a partier? You party? I mean, yeah, I definitely party, for sure. I mean, I haven't been doing as much partying as I have since I've been in Detroit, because I've mm-hmm. been opening the shop and then I've been working. But mm-hmm. in Atlanta, yeah, definitely live like a rock star. Okay. So right. you live in Atlanta. Um, I live both, really. That gotta be nice. Kinda, yeah. Go there, have a place to stay. Come here, have a place to stay. So, which one do you like more? Uh, Atlanta. I mean, Detroit have its family. I think that's the only thing here for me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like I did what I had to do. So now that I'm here, it's like I have to make the best of what mm-hmm. it is, far as what I've grown to become. So this is something for an example different like instead of what i'm used to 
But in Atlanta, you know, food is good. The air is breathable. The neighborhood is clean. It's not as much, you know, killing and niggas doing bullshit. It ain't? Not as much. Like, not in reach. At least it's spaced out. Like, oh, here okay. is like, it's right, right here. It's right there. It was my cousin. Like, <laughs> it's so... And then, like, I'm so accessible here. Like, being right on grass at any trade, people mm-hmm. just pull up. It's, it's no privacy. It's like, I'm well known because I grew up in this place. So, mm-hmm. it'd be a headache at times. It'd be hard to, like, keep distance when I need to because mm-hmm. I got so much going on. It's definitely required. But in Atlanta, it's like, I can breathe. I can escape. I can mm-hmm. hide. I'm in a scene if I want to. I'm not. I work all day, I play all night, and then stuff different, like stuff stay open. The people are even different, like they're more welcoming and it's more relatable. Mm-hmm. Like far as the entrepreneurship, people are accessible, like, oh, you can bump into somebody and they know exactly what you're talking about or can have an asset and add to it and not be selfish or feel like, oh, they have to, you got to pay for it or you got to, you know, they got to mm-hmm. keep it to yourself or you got to be some type of level to get access to basically nothing. You know, it, it don't really be nothing too different. It, I don't know how to explain that one, but, you know, uh, but their food is better. Their mm-hmm. lifestyle living is better. The people are better. Now, the first time, she didn't say better. She would just say it's good. Yeah. But I'm like, you're saying better. If I was to compare, it's it's in a better experience for Mm -hmm. me personally. Like, the scene that I'm in, it's a better scene for me. Just for me. Some people go to Atlanta and be like, it's nothing to do. I hate it here. It's too country. And it's too big. It's too much going on. For me, I feel like it's a perfect amount of big, perfect amount of small, perfect amount of black, perfect amount of professional, you know. It's like a good balance for me. And then the food is good. I don't know why I keep saying that, but I'm a foodie person. Yeah, I love too. food. If I don't do nothing else, I make money to eat. So, yep. What's your favorite thing to eat when you down there? I don't have a... Do I have a favorite? Yes. I mean, I have a favorite in each category, maybe I should say that. But potatoes, any potato, fried. Yeah, I'm a potato head. Dyed, latex, fried, <laughs> baked, loaded. I love me. I can eat them every day. Hmm. I, I think I do eat potatoes every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or not, but I do. I don't know either. I ain't no damn doctor. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, I'm, I'm not get to it. So business in Atlanta. How does business compare as far as like customers and things like that compared to Detroit? <sighs> Well, what I've noticed coming back, like when I first left, it was like the only difference I could see right away was the amount. Like I'm doing the same thing, but here it's priced a hundred dollars more or, and it's no questions. It's more like, oh, and what else is more like here? It's like, what? You want me to charge this? But can you do all this extra Mm -hmm. stuff too though? Mm -hmm. So as a hairstylist, so. That was one thing I did notice, like, you get paid more for doing the same work, and they're not going to complain about it too much. But I feel like everywhere, it's really the same thing. It's just about who you are as a business owner and what you attract, for real. So now I do see the difference um, far as, I'm going to say, trend, maybe. Atlanta is kind of slow mm-hmm. on trend, like the hairstyles. Detroit is fast in that area to me. Like, I don't have a fast lifestyle here as far as the party scene and all that stuff. It's more out in Atlanta. But as far as trend and keeping up with the newest thing, Detroit got that all the way. Like, 
they will wear the same hairstyle, braids, like they're into like it's just southern. It's very mm-hmm. country. It's like outdated a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a small portion that like I don't see it too much, but I that is something that I have noticed cuz my little circle or my scenery is fast-paced as well. So, I don't know. So you said little... like the city of Georgia in the city. You like you actually stay like, in Atlanta? Yeah, I stay right in Atlanta, like downtown Atlanta. Cause you downtown, damn. Yeah, my shop is right on Fowler Street, 17th and Fowler. So the bridge that take you to downtown is like right there, and I'm like on the other side of the bridge. Shouts out to wherever the fuck that's at. Don't know where it is, but (laughs) shouts out to all you niggas down there doing your. That know where the bridge is. Right. Shouts out to y'all. Right there in Atlanta downtown. They say Midtown, but it's like Mid... You know how... So, like, East Point and then Detroit. You cross eight miles East Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's literally like that. Oh, so, I'm like downtown Atlanta on one side, then Midtown Atlanta on the other side. So, right in the mix. T.I. Car Wash is, like, right up the street. Atlantic Station. That's a trademark that more people that travel heard of Atlantic Station. I'm right down the street from Atlantic Station. Hmm. So I never knew T.I. had a car wash. That's some funny shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. And this car wash have hookah, drinks, food. Like how? But a car wash? Yes. Like, That's I, will, so I go there on my lunch break. Like, we will walk over there, grab food, grab a drink, grab a hookah. Mm. No car. <laughs> no <laughs> car wash no at car. all. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Oh, my God. That's creative. <laughs> so, do you have any other cities that you want to expand to? Specifically? Well, naturally... Houston has been thrown at me so much. Like, I have never been in Houston. I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about Texas at all. Why? I've been everywhere else. I just skipped over that one. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. people been saying it lately, randomly. Customers, just, I've been hearing it so much. It, it got me thinking, like, what's, well, let me go mm-hmm. see what Houston has for me. Maybe it's something I don't know. So, I want to go down there and travel. I'll probably do it before the year is up. Or if not, at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and see if that's somewhere I would like to be. Because if it makes sense, I'll do it. Just okay. like Detroit, it kind of made sense for me, so I did it. Okay. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm not going to force it. So Detroit was your first store, and then it was Atlanta? Actually, it was the other way around. Really? I did Atlanta first. So pandemic hit, what, f- March? My birthday is in April, so it hit March. We was down for like a month, and then my birthday, did it there, didn't really do much. Then after that, I'm like, okay, I can't sit still anymore. So um, it was this shop in Atlanta that had been reaching out to me since I traveled. I traveled the year before and did like a love and hip-hop um, mm-hmm. artist. What is her name? Akbar V. Y'all heard of her? Akbar? Mm-hmm. I don't watch that, so I don't know. Yeah, I What'd did her. She, did, she, she wasn't like a, like a main character on the show, but she appeared on it a lot, like a few times. On Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. I did her hair like when I visited a, a year before, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm moving to Atlanta. Like, I like this. this yeah, is, that's the place this to be, especially in your profession. Yeah, mm-hmm. so ever since then, I had a lot of salons reaching out to me trying to work, but I'm like, hey, I'm not ready to move yet. I still got stuff. I was actually in hair school at the time, so I'm like, mm-hmm. as soon as I get this out the way, then I'm gone. But the pandemic hit. In um, March, my birthday was April. Then after that, I'm like, okay, well, this pandemic thing going a little longer. Now I'm ready to get back to my money, basically. So Mm -hmm. the shops were still closed in Michigan. And I went to Atlanta, and I basically never came back. I was working at that shop that lasted for about three weeks. 
people was flying from Detroit to come get their hair done. My money was flowing. It was like a regular world here. And then you come back to Detroit and it was like a pandemic. Like, no thank yeah. you. But I'm like, well, I'm going to just stay here. This is where life is living at. So I ended up uh, thinking about getting a suite where I was like, I'm going to be traveling back and forth. So I'm going to go back home, get my license. And when I come back, I'll have a place to work. And after searching like properties and stuff like that, I ended up bumping into a location. And actually, it was supposed to be me, another hairstylist, and a makeup artist all going in on this one location. I had just met them at the salon I was working at. We all agreed to leave because of some situation that was going on in his salon. Mm -hmm. And then we were supposed to do it together. And once the numbers and, you know, the closer you get to a, a, a project or it's beginning to be real people get scared so they kind of bailed out on me and i'm like well i can't really i don't have that option i don't have the bailout option it's like mm -hmm. i'm here i have to do something and i have to do it quick because i don't plan on going back to detroit mm -hmm. and doing what i was doing already like it's i just can't so mm -hmm. i ended up taking on the project myself and it worked out for the better then the girl ended up working in my salon instead of being a part of it but it was hey things happen for a reason so that's how i look at it yeah. that's some funny that's shit there yeah oh man yeah, that's a lesson so i moved in may and i opened my shop in august so i did it took me a month to open that one resilience to pay off yeah that's what's up so the first shop how how was it getting that up and running was it challenging so Especially during the pandemic, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know how my brain works. I want to say it back, it's backwards, but it actually works for me. So I was just moving so fast. Like I said, it went from one plan to another. It was supposed to be us, me just getting a suite so I can come to me and three girls going in on something to up this my own and now I'm making it happen. And it was like, dang. Well, when I step back and look at it, I'm like, it actually makes more sense this mm -hmm. way for me to actually be like this, you know? So... It was happening so fast. I didn't really think about it. I was just doing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what well, we need? Floors next. Let's go get the floors. How much that costs? All right, let's go. I know. It's just something. I knew how to get money. I knew how to make it. I knew what I wanted to look like, and I knew how to make it happen, basically. And mm -hmm. then when it was done, that's when it all hit me. Like, mm -hmm. hold on. I'm in a whole nother state mm -hmm. <laughs> where nobody know me. Mm -hmm. I don't have nobody out here. I have an uncle and a um, cousin that stays out there. Mm -hmm. But they lived there for a minute. So it's like, y'all knew me as a little girl. I'm a grown woman now. So y'all don't really know me, know me. Mm -hmm. But I know I can run here if I'm ever in need. But I basically was out there by myself. So that's when, I guess, when I thought about it in that way, it started to scare me mm -hmm. a little bit. Like, I naturally knew how to handle business. I mean... You know, doing hair and paying bills and making money to make it happen. That's like second nature to me. But I guess it was the whole being out there by myself. Mm -hmm. um, when I did have problems that I didn't know how I was going to overcome, I kind of just stayed to myself, isolated, and handled it on my own. So I was kind of beating myself up, which the second shop, I knew better. Like, no, ask for help whenever you need help because it don't be worth it. You go through so much stress unnecessarily just to get exactly what you want at the end or even better actually like mm -hmm. so i was just so worried like okay this is not gonna make sense anymore like nobody knows me here who's gonna work here who's gonna get booked like i'm i, I go one day without doing hair and i feel like i'm failing so it was like 
Atlanta was tough on a mental level more than anything for me because then I'm out here by myself. I don't have that natural comfort of being able to pull up at my mom's house, see my mm -hmm. sister or my friends, just let's get a drink and stuff. It was like these new people. I, these new people don't know me and how mm -hmm. I function. You know, some people just know you without even talking. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Atlanta tore me through there mentally. I'm not going to lie, but I had fun at the same time. It was, everything was like balance. It was like when it was bad, it was definitely bad for me. But when it was good, it was great. And some days it'd be both at the same time. Like, all right, this bad happened, but I can make up for it and go out. So I would be um, on the scenes a lot. Every club, I started hosting parties, and from there, now I got a group of girls, and it just went from three to 20 of us in a booth, and I'm passing out my business cards, and now they all get their hair done for me. So that was my way of networking, because I'm like, well, I can't sit here and complain or be, you know, mm -hmm. messed up about who not knowing me. I know how to get known, so I just got out here, literally was in the streets for almost six months straight. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you mean by the fast life. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I started hosting parties, it was every Tuesday. I swear, it felt like I was taking ass waking up, and it was Tuesday again. It was like, well, dang. I'm running a shop, building a shop, doing hair, partying at night, hosting parties. And it was just like, till the sun come up, and then you take a nap for a second, and you get back into it again. All over again for six months straight. Like, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. We about to take a quick break. We're getting right into it. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about how she came up, the struggles, the trials and tribulations. Now, I don't know if the, it's because of the way she said it. It seemed like the struggles was like for like a second, and it was like we up a million. <laughs> now, I know that ain't how it was, but that's damn sure. It show. definitely wasn't how it was. But we're going to get into it. That's though. how it felt. Like, at the end was always like the bad stuff be over quick. For sure. So it's all worth it. For sure. When we come back, we're going to get into the good stuff. And we're going to see how good it got. And if it got too goddamn good, and some shit happened. Hopefully some shit happened. Because y'all know I love when some shit happened. <laughs> so we about to get into some Migos real quick, man. Rest in peace, take off. We'll be right back. My own business. I feel my own little world. So we, we back, y'all. Keith <laughs> um, is here. Jalen's here. Star's here. We're in the I'm building. Here. Told Not Soul Podcast. How y'all doing? I don't really care, but it's polite to ask. Okay. Well, so, I care. No, you don't. <laughs> Lying like hell. Go to church a couple of days. You think you care about people? Hell no, I've been to church all my, all my life. <laughs> I forgot. You were PK. Yeah. Okay. A BK, actually. A bishop's kid. Oh, your, be your daddy a bishop? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what are the odds? We can get that know. nigga on the show. Well, you could, but I, I don't know. I mean... I don't know. We, I mean, this show is a little different. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I want him on the show. Hey. He's still a nigga. I'm asking nigga questions. He ain't been a. He wasn't born a bishop. Uh, when did he start becoming like churchy? Oh, like what age? <laughs> Not what age for him? Well, he keeps smiling. Oh, wow, that's a yeah. good. That's probably a question, an interview question, sir. Cause I have no idea. That was before my time. Okay, all right. Cause if I ask him where the hoes at, and he play like he don't know. Oh yeah, so you see, I don't know if we gonna be able to do Bishop on the show. If Why? You ask him where the hoes at. He know where they at. <laughs> you can't do that one. Why not? Because you know what? With church people, there are boundaries, mm -hmm. and you know, not like the boundaries in relationships. These are the boundaries you do not cross. It's like respecting. 
You know what I'm saying? So something like that to the bishop might be a little disrespectful, but like, where the hoes at? I don't know. You don't think so? I do. Randomly. You don't think so? I think it's gonna throw him off. Yeah, good. Definitely so. But is he not gonna answer? I don't know that. He might preach real quick. Uh, right, he might have a sim. Right. I ain't been in nine minutes. Okay. Which you, you're gonna be right next to him. What do you mean? <laughs> My daddy ain't coming on this show. Man, that's some shit. <laughs> okay, you gonna get her in trouble. <laughs> <That's some shit. laughs> okay. All right. Jane, do you go to church? No. I do. Do you really? Yeah, I didn't go today, but I went last Sunday. That's okay, why? Why I didn't go today? No, why do you go? Period. Why do I go? Yeah. It's a lesson. Okay. God is like the main focus in everything that I do. Okay. Okay. I get that. I ain't no perfect churchy person. You know, I'm not, I don't pretend to be, but I definitely put him, you know, God come first. Okay. In all my endeavors and lifestyle and health and everything. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it really How? is. How? I ain't been in a decade. You're so hard Yeah, on so I church. feel like that's what it is. You go as a child, you really don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And you really don't care to know because I want to leave my attention span is short. Like, that's what I got as a kid. I, it took for me to go through stuff on my own as an adult and then be mm -hmm. like, where mm -hmm. else do I go? Mm-hmm. Go to church. Let me try this. Don't they say go to church sometimes? You just be like, hey, I don't got do nothing so else that. to do. Let me try mm -hmm. it. Then I tried it, and it was like, oh, it's actually the Bible is giving specific lessons or um, instructions. Mm -hmm. It's more like um, like a therapist or more like advice or like, you know, like a real lesson. You got. Mm -hmm. I remember I went to church one Sunday, and they was talking about finances, like how to contribute God in your life and how it make your finances better or how to go about stuff with your finances and it was like legit stuff like you wouldn't even think you was in church it sounded like a college classroom and they're telling me giving me specific instructions i guess the difference is it's just including god in your plan or mm -hmm. how it you know you will reap your benefit i don't want to say it like that but mm -hmm. basically in smaller terms yeah okay if i'm not being biblical all right yeah see my thing is she ain't got to go to church to know that I feel like I feel like you should have a spiritual connection, whether it be going to church, whether it be Buddhism, whether you be Catholic. I feel like spirituality shows your maturity. It shows because when you grow as a person, then you start to put things in perspective. You start to learn what your morals are, and you can't do mm -hmm. that without some type of spiritual guidance, like. I feel like that's where my me finding the church came from in the first place because it was like all oh, the stuff I'm going through. What, you know, because sometimes you, you can't just like, call your friend. Some people just don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be your best friend, somebody you might talk about with everything. They may not understand how how you want them to. And, and somehow you get having, there and it be the right answer every mm -hmm. time. It's having like, that spiritual connection, like, and yeah. then being in church may be that. It might be that link that you need to that spiritual spiritual connection. You might not go to church every Sunday, but actually being in the church and where you know the spirit is, you get what I'm saying? That might. So here's an example I could put, like what she's explaining. Like you're in a room full of millionaires, you're liable to be the next one. Or like when you're around positive people, you're in a positive mood. Like you put yourself in church and this spirit and this positive environment good things happen you become blessed and 
positive. Like, you know, it's just positive energy you absorb that. Like, you're around a bunch of hood rats, you might get a little... Right to you. Yeah, you might. Your hood rat <laughs> might come out. You know? To your voice. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. So, yeah, that's what I get out of there. Cool. I sneezed and almost died just now. God, I'm sorry, because that hurt. Oh, my God. It hurt my back. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going to change the subject, because I'm not about to go to hell tonight. So, all right. You're building up your your, your career. Yeah. So, you're, you're, you're ripping and running. I know you had, like, a celebration phase. Yeah, I'm always celebrating, though. I had a grand opening for the first one. Middle of the pandemic, my people from Detroit, they flew out ENT. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl, we was popping bottles. I was so happy. I didn't even make it out to the club. Like, by the time it was time to walk out from my grand opening, I was through. Don't remember a thing. Woke up like, oh, my God, did everybody have fun? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a one-year anniversary party, too. That was, like, my newer friends, newer environment, newer self, newer money. Mm-hmm. That night, Fabulous bought me a shot. The rapper? Okay. Yeah. And congratulated me. I won't forget that one. That's what's And then I recently had the grand opening for a Detroit location. That went up as well. Had mm-hmm. a sprinter, never made it on it. Same situation. <laughs> it was too fucked up. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. So, all right. What I want to ask you is about location how important is location for you um location is very important i mean you're gonna your business what you put into your business is what you get out so if you're going hard for your business no matter the location it'll do well but it would help it'll be assistance to your business to have it in a better location so like my atlanta um salon is right in the area where everybody be all the People that's coming in, traveling, they know how to get there. It's like a tourist slash being in the mix. Every club, every event, everything that's popping is five, ten minutes away. It's not too far. Um, And it's right off the freeway, so it's very accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, My location here in Detroit is right on Gratiot. So if I'm not doing too much talking or promotion, all you got to do is drive up the main street. Like, you see the heart of Detroit from my shop just Mm -hmm. off of Gratiot. Your location is everything. You know, some places you go on a side street, you ride right past it and didn't know it was there until you looked it up or until you had to go into that building. Mm-hmm. Like, you would know I'm there without even knowing I'm there. Like, that's important. Your peoples, your family, your moms, pops, if he's around. What, how supportive were they in <clears throat> your endeavors? Because you really kind of stepped out there you didn't really have you had a plan but it wasn't necessarily a foolproof plan it was just more like okay i'm gonna try this out yeah um it's always i want to say i didn't have a plan i just didn't have it planned for the moment that it happened because i always said i'm you know i had a five-year layout Mm -hmm. i'm running it up for about one or two years i'm Mm -hmm. opening my company i'm going to school get my license i'm moving to atlanta Mm-hmm. And I'm eventually open me a shop. I didn't know it would be in Atlanta, and I didn't know it would be this soon. And then I also didn't know that a year later I was opening up another one in Detroit. But it was always a part of the plan. Like, so it was only a year between the first shop and second shop. Yeah, it's only a oh, year. Okay. Right. So my one year. So um, I signed my lease to the shop in Detroit January. Okay. Well, it was like the new. Well, it was really um, the beginning because. 
I had took my mom to Jamaica December for her birthday, December 3rd. So we got back on the 5th, and then when I got back, I signed my lease. But it started January, and then I opened in August. So it took a minute for me to get it open because everything was cash and working and contractors and just regular, you know, shop problems, permits, and lazy workers, and me just being exhausted and not giving a fuck today. Like, Did... Okay. But your question was how supportive they was. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, I hear you. But, mm-hmm. you know, going to a different city. Was it on your own? It kind of was on your own. Your your parents don't really know these people you're going with. Yeah, no. So it's like you by yourself kind of It's kinda, like I've always been that person. i always been that who knows. Like, who knows what she's into. Like, she's mm-hmm. she, she going to do what she want to do at the end of the day. So... Mm-hmm. Um, she, nobody knew I was moved, like I moved to Atlanta until I said, oh, I'm opening a shop. Here's my grand opening invitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of threw that at everybody. They're like, what, huh, what, what? But my mama, I remember at first, and she could be mad. I don't care. I'll tell her her face. Dang. But, what the what, what okay, good. That's what I'm just saying. Say, really, you gotta put the disclosure on your Lord. But I remember when I was doing hair, mm-hmm. I didn't I think I just started at a shop or somewhere. Maybe I was still doing hair out of my room. I just remember doing her hair and she was like, You wanna do hair for the rest of your life? And I'm like, You wanna work with somebody for the rest of your life? Ooh, you got y'all got that type of relationship. She just had we don't, but we at that moment, that's what it was. Oh, okay. I think okay. she just had a different idea. Like, a lot of times... People, I was in college. Right. And I came back home mm-hmm. to work, go to a community college, and trap out the house and do hair because money was making sense. Mm-hmm. College wasn't. It was like, this is a scam. It was I'm costing sorry. money. Yeah, and I'm, I'm learning nothing. I'm in here cheating on my test just to pass so I can get good grades. I'm really not... Learning. It's a scam. It's not. No, it, it was enough yeah. for me. The smart listen. So I was like, cheat was great. I'm gonna go to community college and do something, maybe business. So I went to school for business my second mm-hmm. year. And then I was working at Somerset Mall um, in a store called uh, Black House White Market. I actually was working at Michael Kors at Great Lakes Mall first. Mm-hmm. And then. I was also doing hair, so my days would be waking up 8 a.m. or maybe 7, doing a client or two, mm-hmm. going to school, going to work from there to close, and then going outside until okay. I got tired and do that. All. I can never do that now, mm-hmm. but that's what I was doing back then. Okay. And I just remember that one comment from her, and I don't know if it turned me up or pissed me off or not, but what? maybe both. What oh. she said was, you want to do hair all your life? And I'm like, oh, yeah. you want to work with somebody? <laughs> like, it was okay. like, watch this. Hold on. I'll be back. And then after that, I got you. now I'm booked out for two years straight. Okay. And I'm coming back home, Merry Christmas. Okay. I think the worst thing that people can do is really, like, go for a career for money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I feel like you should follow your dreams, mm-hmm. period. Whether that is being a painter or making paper when something is really your dream and something is really your love that's why you was able to succeed yeah. you got two stores now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. when something is really your love don't let nobody ever tell you what you need to do because they feel like it's not gonna make the money mm-hmm. that you need to make and i'm not gonna lie honestly i've always been like a 
like a half and half. Like I always had like a piece of me that I always kept to myself. Like nobody really knew. Mm-hmm. Like what I was really, you know, when I came around, it was all fun and games, joke. I'm entertainment. Right. I got this going on. You know, mama's showing her, hey, my daughter did this today. You know, it was like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, giggle, giggle. But really, I have a soul and a personality and dreams and aspirations that, you know, only me and me talk about. So mm-hmm. I feel like at that moment, she didn't really know who I was. Like I was so much more advanced than she knew. Mm-hmm. So that comment was just, I feel like, more on the protection side of things. Like, you want to yes. do hair, you sure this is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. And even back then, it really wasn't popping. But now it's like a multi-million dollar industry. Mm-hmm. So it's like, huh. Yeah. That's I done did my thing, came back like, yeah, I wanted to do hair. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so now you want to quit your job and want <laughs> me to take care of you. Funny. See how things work out. Mm-hmm. Don't mind, but, you know. Okay, I feel it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So it took a minute. That's what I'm getting to. It just took a minute for them to understand, you know, about the industry. Like, I knew more, you know, hair back in the day was like hair in the house, you make a couple of dollars. It was mm-hmm. like a hustle. It wasn't no career for people. Mm-hmm. So the new age flipped in a matter of a year or two, and now hair is the only thing out here, hair and drugs, like mm-hmm. the beauty that's industry and drugs. That's so funny. <laughs> that's funny. When the pandemic hit, nothing was popping but they wanted their hair done and they wanted their drugs. So <laughs> drug dealers was out here getting to it, and so was I. <laughs> if nothing else, listen. Nothing else. If they want to look else. good and feel strip good. Club announcement. Okay. Listen, these drugs will be forever. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is drugs and hair. Okay. Oh my period. god, you just need. Um, when nothing closed. That's so funny. All right. Real quick, let's get racist. All right, now, is it a difference between doing a sister's hair versus, like, a white woman's hair versus, like, an Asian woman's hair? Really, I meant, like, minorities and whites is what I really meant, but I tried not to do it like that. Is Do you ever get, like, a white girl that want to come in there and get something her hair is not capable of doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very diverse when it comes to being a stylist, so I know how to do all textures of hair. So mm-hmm. to me, naturally, it it's just hair to me, so... Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what works. So I never really had a problem with doing white people. It's a difference for sure. It's different mm-hmm. textures. Even black girl, all black girls don't have the same type of hair. Like some mm-hmm. black girls, hair act like a white girl's hair. Mm-hmm. And Damn. then some black girls got an extra kunta kente on a, you know, <laughs> That's funny. And, yeah, but it's definitely a difference. A white girl has never came and be like, I wanted some... You know, braids to the back or nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. They want exactly what I do, which is fine with me. So, okay, All right. race don't really play a part for my hands personally, but okay. it is a difference. Like everybody can't do different races of hair. Some people be like, I don't know how to do this hair. I don't know how to braid this hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their hair are very is very finer. It gets dirty quicker. So that's why they wash their hair every day. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's just hair in the scalp. Cause some white girls. Their hair be thicker and whole curls. Some people hair can't. So, mm-hmm. okay, all right. Now I don't know how it works in salons, but this is a common thing in the barber shop. And normally the first chair, the chair by the door, is the one that takes care of these situations. You ever had like somebody run out after <laughs> they got their hair done and try to dip out with hair with done hair? Not awesome. I see how you probably thinking it like literally just getting up and trying to dash. Yeah, off. or they getting away. Oh girl, this is kidding. Mm, mm. They just. Hit jets. Nah, yeah, you know, I I will hope never ever. Oh man, that, mm-hmm. okay. that would be funny. That would not be. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Okay, so how See, many? Them, that'd be the moment I stop smiling. You know, oh, it'd man. be like, 
But I definitely had a client walk out on some. Let me go to the bank. You know, they try to make it cute. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she got her ends clipped or something. So it wasn't nothing but a $10, $15 service at the time. Mm-hmm. She was like, I got to go to the bank. The $10? Or the ATM or something. And it was like, I got so many people, I don't even. All right, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just come back, whatever. I'm done for them. I'm like, damn. Wasn't that girl supposed to come back with my money? That's funny. I'm t- I text her just to see. She blocked me and everything. But Dang. That has never happened to me other than that one moment. And she was a walk-in, so she wasn't somebody I had. None of her contact information mm-hmm. for real. Just a text from her texting me. I had her number, and that was it. I feel like she do that for it. She do that. Like, that's like she do that. that yeah, that's her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. She went in there like, I swear, I like, didn't even really know, notice, and her demeanor was never given. I'm about to do that either. Mm-hmm. It was like, Okay, sweetie, go ahead. It's right there. I told her where it was at, so like it's right there on the corner. And she never came back. She, she walked past it. Like, oh, this is where she said it was. Oh, okay, and kept on going. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man. She lucky it was ten, fifteen dollars. Nah. I was about to say that's that. And I always hope one day that I bumped into her. Like I hope that I don't remember her face, but you know, the moments you might remember if you see the person. I was like, I hope I run into her just because I don't want the money. I just want to have a conversation. Like, like you ran off on the plug. Like huh? why would you do that? <laughs> what was you thinking? Now see, here's here's my thing. Right. At first, I thought she does this, but now nah, I think she don't. Cause initially, blocking is kind of crazy. She could have played it off. Oh, I, I, you know what? My kids. They called me and I just had to go. Because at that point, why? <laughs> like, maybe she felt like, well, shit, I'm out the door. Nah, I'm out the Yes, I mean, if you you already, right, she wasn't coming back. My ass clipped. I'm out the door. I'm not about to go back. I would have came back. Like, I would have waited. Like, came back, changed my hair color. Came back. Like, not sat with her. Just sat with somebody else in the in the salon. She knew better. Uh-uh. I would have tried it. I would have for sure tried it. She for sure that was intentional. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> Definitely intentional. So she was not texting back. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that, he was like, so I'm about funny. to go in here and I'm not paying for shit today. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. She knew what she was doing. She's like, I'm about to sit with the with the owner. With the best. <laughs> I'm not about the to best. run and off. Clip the fuck out of yeah, my ass. Come on now. <laughs> like, I'm not about to. No. Yeah. I'm about to get the best. I'm about to run. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, if I'm, I'm going to run. I didn't even have the shops at that time. I was working in somebody else's shop. Um, And I think I was taking walk-ins that day. It was something random. However, it was, I remember her texting me that day. And I'm like, yeah, come on. She came. And then she's like, I'm going to go to the store. But I'm like 10, 15 heads right here sitting. Mm -hmm. waiting. I don't go. Come back. I'm right here. I'm I'm not going nowhere. I'm Mm -hmm. moving around. I ain't really had time to chat. Then when I was done for the day, counting up my money. And I just had a moment like. That girl did not come back. Everybody like, I was going to say something, but like, I'm like, y'all, I could have caught it, you know, caught on to it a little faster. Or probably like, dang, don't you hate that? Just her sitting there like, I was going to say something. Like, so when was you going to say something? I was going to ask you, well, <laughs> since it's not your salon, right. what, what was the protocol of you getting, getting ran off Getting a free hairstyle because I need it. Okay. <laughs> I'd have been like, sis, I need, look. Okay, but, but they work off freelance, so they was just like, "Hey, you got ran off on that happens." I guess, just and it was ten dollars, so I'm like, "Shit, my time, my clients treat me well, tip me. I probably made two racks that day. I was not tripping." Okay, I feel it. Well, shouts out to you, uh, okay. lady that didn't even run. Actually, she just walked she off. Walked out. That's she hilarious. Did. We she, had smiles and everything at the end. Of, oh yeah, it's right up the street. Okay, I'll be right back. Like, all right, girl. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> Dang. That's crazy. Cause now, what if you go in a new salon? And see somebody from the last salon 
That's terrible. Like, oh, yeah, she's she the one that scared. ran off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always thought that, like, what would I do if I seen her out? Like, would I smack her or would I just laugh? At that point, would I just look just and like, stare? Girl. It's just the audacity <laughs> for me. Yeah. It's not about the money. It's about the principle. It's the principle. That's what people say when they want to do something violent. It ain't yeah. even about the money. It ain't about that. It ain't about that. Because that ain't enough good enough reason to hurt somebody. It ain't even about the money. No. The but the principle, that's the good one. Yeah. You that's feel good like one. I was the person that yeah. you can do that. So what? it's like, what do you feel about me? Like, yeah. I was nice mm-mm. to you. <laughs> she wasn't nice. Was she was regular. Nice. She was a customer. She was nice enough to let her leave the shop with her hair oh, well, done. Because yeah. I could have been like, well, you <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. better phone a friend. Lock the door, y'all. Yes. <laughs> no, for real. She don't got no money. Y'all got Because people, they don't play. People do not play about their money. I know. That's why they yeah. charge deposits and everything else now. I definitely charge deposits. I need half. See, in the barbershop, the first chair never has customers in it because his job ain't to cut hair. It's to catch you before you hit that door mm-hmm. and knock you to the ground very, very uh, violent-like. Or if it's a robbery, he's supposed to be the one with the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because people normally walk past the first chair. He Usually, like the Cedric the Entertainer from exactly. Barbershop. Okay. He's just like that for real. For real. Oh. Except he didn't catch the dog when he ran out. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it he is. He did run out. Like a mug, didn't he? Not when they was trying to, remember when they was trying to set it on fire? He stepped in the front like, oh. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and don't, she so might come back and pay team? one day. You don't know. Who? Well, how long ago was this? Damn, that long? Yeah. Damn, okay. It was like 2018. I opened my business. So it had to be in 2017. Damn. I said, I was trying to say, oh, she might pay one So, day. I don't even remember what she looked like. I know she was brown-skinned and looked younger at the time. And that was about it. That's all I could get. Damn. She had on a brown coat. I do remember that. Mm. And went, had on glasses, too. And she was very conservative. Like, you just would not think that was about to happen. Like, you, out of all people, I got some clients that, it'd be like, yeah, she mm. do that. But, No. It was her. It'd be the ones you least suspect. That's hilarious. Now the whole scenario in my mind changed because now if she walking in, I'm thinking she looking at everybody. Okay, if it comes to it, I could run past that mm-hmm. right there. She little, I blow past her little ass. So let me see. No, that one might be. Fast. I'm surprised she just got her ends clipped. <laughs> Man, I would. You got <laughs> the most expensive. Listen. I just don't know what I would be like as a person at that moment, professional or not. A whole hairstyle, a couple like now nah, that's milking it. It's my time. Now like, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. not about the money. It's my time. I don't probably would have noticed it if you did her whole head though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Like I just I forgot I clicked her ends. It was so cause... fast. I didn't even really remember you as a client. Mm-hmm. She was a walk-in, so it was like, hmm. I feel it. I feel it. Well, um, I was about to say shouts out to her, but um, yeah, we are gonna give her a thumbs down. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Shouts out to you, not um, <laughs> um, your father or somebody, whoever made you into that. You know, shouts out to y'all for being. Um, we need a name for bad parents. Um, I don't know. We'll think of one, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to you on that. All right. So now you up? You up two shops? How many people you got working in these shops? So my first shop, I have uh, three girls. Mm-hmm. Lexi, D, and uh, Letitia. And then I have a booth for, like, travelers. So when I come, that's where I work. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Atlanta is a place where everybody likes to come to for business in my industry. So you got people from all over 
Miami, New York, Chicago, Flint, like just Alabama. I have stylists that come and rent it out. So it goes in rotation. Mm -hmm. And then my shop in Detroit, right now it's only three of us. And I am looking for girls. I'm not going to say I'm picky, but I'm very particular because it's a business first. And um, I don't like to waste my time. Or, you know, I feel like I have so much more to offer than just a booth as mm -hmm. far as, like, networking connections or just my energy overall or the motivation, which you don't get in other salons. It's more, like, competitive. Mm -hmm. Just experiencing me working in other people's salons as a young female, I like to put people on and really teach them something and show them, like, the brighter side of this career, not just doing hair and it's a hustle. It can be a career, and you can live off of it, and you can go legit and buy big ass houses and drive foreign cars like you can oh, do that man. Okay, With, period. you know so I want to give the girls hope like my little sister she does here mm. so she was a part of the reason why I even opened a shop in Detroit it was like the first reason was I'm coming back and forth from Atlanta mm -hmm. and I had a suite here previous I mean before I left and I gave it up but I still was coming back like once a month once that shop was steady and taking clients, but I would go to different shops, and it was like, dang, all these shops so ghetto or not clean or unprofessional. It was just always something. It never was like, I can never get comfortable nowhere, especially on the east side. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, and then also I would have inventory because, you know, I got the company as well. I sell hair and everything else, so I would leave some stuff in Atlanta, and now they need it here. It was just like, uh, I'm missing out, or, you know, it was just always something. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I need to be in two places mm -hmm. at one time. So this kind of was like, okay, y'all can both can buy hair. Y'all both can do this, you can do that, and now y'all just got to share me as a stylist. Mm -hmm. And then I'm giving other girls opportunities to have a space, a pretty space, a comfortable space, a clean space, a safe place to work. And then my sister, seeing her coming up as a hairstylist, she was working in ghetto shops, but her work was getting better. So it's like, you're not going to get the recognition you deserve just based off of your environment. Like, that's why you, that's why when you ask me, is location important? Like, yeah, it is, because that can just mess you up overall. Like, yeah, your work is good, but people going to treat you cheap because of where you at. Your location is cheap, or it just give that vibe. So I'm like, I got to do this for her. Got her out the shop, and now she basically it's hers like in a sense it's mine but it's hers mm -hmm. now she running it and she's booked and busy every day so that makes me feel good but i am looking for girls i'm looking for two stylists a makeup artist and a nail tech and i am open to tours so i've been taking tours and now i'm just kind of like trying to finalize on what type of person i want working there mm -hmm. you got to be motivated passionate about what you do and just Straight to the point, like, either you you can grow out of this place, like, stay here for two years and open up your own shop. At least you got something out of this situation. Or you can mm -hmm. be comfortable and be like, hey, this is where I want to be. I'm going to work here, and this is what I do. You know, some people look at hair as a career. They just want to do hair, and that's it. They don't want to open a shop or start a business. That's fine with me as well. But just professional and really about your business, like, because mm -hmm. when booth rent is due, I'm going to be about my business, mm -hmm. and I'm going to need the, the booth rent. You know, bills is going to get paid on time. So, mm -hmm. yep, that's what I'm looking for. That's that be that's funny okay. to say. Like, we had an agreement, okay? I did my part as okay. hard as it was. I collected the money. 
All you had to do was make the money. Okay. okay. You know how hard it is to collect some money? I got to <laughs> stick my hand out, wait for it. I know you ain't got it, but I got to wait like you do got it. That's hilarious. That's so funny. But it's kind of just like I hold myself to being a good business owner. Mm-hmm. Like I said, comparing myself. Well, not really comparing myself, but just like, yeah, I guess comparing yourself to other salons and experiences, you're going to get a different experience at my salon. You're going to get... A different experience like your most salons on the east side and i know there's probably some undiscovered good salons that are you know good but nobody really knows too much about them because i don't but from the most part most of them are ghetto uncensored like just ghetto Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah not clean that's my main thing i don't know if it's because i have ocd but you know when the bathroom is not clean and it's girls in and out all day long Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. If you're making this money that, you know, if these girls is making money to pay you every week, why can't some of that money be paid for a maid? Like, even if you don't want to do it. Because I don't be want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I hire somebody. Mm So it's like, Mm -hmm. it should be no excuse. I walked in salons that look like the outside of a liquor store and the inside. Yeah. Like, why is there fruity wrappers in the middle of? the floor like it just be random stuff like that like it's it's like salons just different now i mean i guess because like you said like um hairstyle is kind of it took a turn where it just became so popular and a lot of people was doing a lot of people doing hair and it's like at that point people just stopped caring about professionalism like all together so it's very hard so it's good to hear it turned into like a hustle thing like or a trendy thing like mm-hmm. people just doing hair just to say they do hair but they don't really want to do it or because mm-hmm. that's what's in yeah mm-hmm. or they know they can make a couple dollars like you can make a couple dollars doing hair so i'm not mad at the girls but it is girls out there that's like i said turning that hair into a career and actually care about the environment people are in or the experience that your customers have when they walk in and i'm one of them okay so. all right so how difficult is it managing a shop when you're not in the city so when you're in detroit managing the atlanta one when you're in atlanta managing detroit one so since detroit isn't full is i just left for the first time like for like a week straight and it was so hard i feel like i was leaving my kid like all right it's everything you got it was like I, I was like you got your diapers your wipes your mm-hmm. bottle like that's how I felt it was nothing going on it was like we're just gonna work okay mm-hmm. it's okay like my mom has a key I got security with the key maintenance with the key my sister has a key so everything was normal I was just sitting there watching on the cameras but it was hard to leave but um Atlanta I've got it to a point where it kind of just work itself and I don't need to be there so once you get um, trustworthy tenants. Mm-hmm. It makes your job easier. You don't have to babysit. Like these people are here to get money and go home. Mm-hmm. So they come in, they get their money, and they go home. And all I ask for you is to clean up after yourself, get your money, and go home. Mm-hmm. We have fun too. I'm not gonna make it seem like I'm just super stern. But when business is business, that light is on. Like, and when it's off, it's off. We have a blast every mm-hmm. time for sure. How often you at the shop? I'm at the shop every day, except Sundays. I didn't go to the shop today. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, she's talking about it ain't like I'm super strict. If you're not there, it don't matter. They could be <laughs> cutting up. Like, okay, I'm about to come through and see what's going on. Like, okay, we're going to clean up real quick. We're going we're gonna to relax. 
She's gonna come through. We're gonna, you know, smile for boss lady. She's gonna leave, and it's back to yeah, back to that. We having some fun up in here. It might be like that. You don't know. No, I know. <laughs> See, that's crazy. See what I'm talking about? How she said that, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. That was something crazy to say. Yeah, because she like, didn't know. Like, no, I know. Crazy she, characteristics. Yeah, because she didn't say how she know. Because <laughs> she would have been like, oh well, I have security cameras, and then that's all I will know. Like, no, no, no. I, oh, I, don't I know. would know. Yeah, yeah I know. That's it. I know. Like when I I was there for like six months before I actually left, so I I got to know the people that I was working with and mm -hmm. just seeing the move when I'm not there and what I come back to. And then when I did pop in unexpectedly, like not announcing, like usually I'm like, hey, y'all, I'll be in town. Woo -woo. Mm -hmm. usually, and then this one time I just pop up and I come back and everything is like intact. In like it's just the normal, what you expect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Personally, if I was there every day, certain stuff would be certain, you know, tidy to that point. But call my mage, come through, or this is expected. Y'all didn't sweep the floor as good as I would sweep the floor. But that's nothing to be like, oh my God, y'all didn't. You know, it was mm -hmm. like, okay. Y'all actually did that. So I got some trustworthy tenants, and I'm grateful for that because that's hard to find, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, they literally come in, get their money, and go home. I mean, I guess it's because they're adults. Mm -hmm. I'm not working with children. I'm working with like-minded people. Like, we on another mission. They traveling stylists, too. One goes to Nashville, Kentucky or something, and Chicago. You know, they got kids. Mm -hmm. They busy. They don't really have the time to be in the salon doing extra stuff unless it's that type of night saturday night when i pull up and we done working pull the hookah out let's get a drink y'all want to go get some food afterwards like that's you know it's just a mature setting honestly like i don't have to worry about that type of stuff honestly but i do have cameras so i do mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if it's something i see that i don't like or i'm curious about i just mention it to them and they tell me so we built the relationship to where i feel safe to leave and then on the business side of things, how I have it set up is everybody can let their self in. So it's like passcode. Mm -hmm. You got your own code. You let yourself in. You lock the door behind you. If any situation came where, you know, I'm I'm away and you have to leave and there's an issue, I just deactivate your code. You can't get in. Mm. Then Go I'll ahead. probably be booking a flight and coming out the next day or two or whatever. You know the case may be. I mean, if they crazy and bust out the windows, I mean, that's not a... I got to call the police and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of runs that's itself. like a crazy situation, busting out the windows. Yeah. I mean, that would be extreme. Yeah, on a real. Yeah, I would hope I didn't have to come there. But for the most part, on a basic entrepreneur side, it's like, hey... If I don't want you in there, I could just deactivate your code and you won't be able to get in. Versus like having a key. Now mm -hmm. somebody got the key, you got to change your locks or you just got to, you know, you don't know if they're going to pull up and just come in one day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it safe for me being away from Atlanta. It's set up to where I don't have to be there. And when I'm there, it's like a plus. I mean, I guess the only thing missing is me and my energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel it. Okay. So. So. With Detroit, I'm trying to get it set up to the same way, which is why I'm here more than I am in Atlanta recently. So it's not like that? Not yet, no. Okay. Right now, it's key, so I'm still mm -hmm. trying to see what I want to do. I most likely will do the same system I have there here mm -hmm. once it's full. All right. That's what's up. Shout yeah. out to this young black business owner. Thank you. And she said she's 25, y'all. That's yeah. crazy. That's what's up. 25. 
I feel old, but I know I'd be wrong if I said that. No, listen. I was talking to, it was a 14-year-old up here, right? I was at the front desk. He was on the show. I was on my phone. He wasn't on the show. He was in the room. He came out. I'm on my phone. Somebody's supposed to be coming in. He comes up to me. I, I don't look up. He says, hey, unk, where the bathroom at? <laughs> and I said, it's through the hallway. <laughs> I don't react because it don't hit me what he just said. So I'm still on my phone, and I stop, and I'm like, did this nigga just call me uncle? So I'm like, bro, uncle. <laughs> I know I'm like, dog. I, at the time, I was 24, so I'm like, bro, what, what the hell? What? I'm not unk. I'm not. I'm like no. I call him Uncle. Like, right. you can't like, call duh. me Uncle. Like, bro, what the <laughs> hell? I'm looking at myself like, do I look old? I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm like, my beard kind of okay. Maybe I guess where you can get that. He went back in. I wanted to say something, but it was like, nah. What type of nigga I look like if I say something? I wanted to be yeah, like, bro, bro, bro. Like, hey, hey, don't be calling me no Uncle. Like, like, bro. Wow. <laughs> like an uncle he for real. Then. Like an I uncle swear. For I wanted. To, I wanted to say, hey, come, <laughs> here, come here. Come here. Come here. How? How? <laughs> no, like, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like, come here, bro. How old do you think I am? <laughs> Oh no! I mean the fit. No, 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 no. How old? Because to be honest with you, you still would have been too old in his head. I know. So that's yeah. why I'm like, bro, what's old to you? So if I would have been like, man, you would look at least twenty seven. Like, damn, it's old. Oh, <laughs> what the what? So that ain't. Yeah. Yeah. That's not old. Okay, y'all just young. Y'all are minors. Okay. All right. If I'm unk, you're a minor. You're a child. Okay. <laughs> Niggas that sing R and B like you. So that's not don't don't do that, okay? Y'all are just young, okay? You're gonna get older, and you're gonna realize when things start popping when you get up, and you gotta stretch, and it's a lot of clicking and clacking in your back and stuff like that. You get up too fast, get a little dizzy, yeah, stuff like that. Okay, we're gonna uh, do all well, So wait, when you old. say the clicking and the clacking, because I back. be clicking and the clacking <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't post I that. Agree with me. And I, <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I didn't think they was gonna agree with me at that moment. I did. That's not. That's not when I needed <laughs> you black energy. Describing interview. a little too much. I'm like, listen. Okay. And getting up, getting busy. I'm <laughs> no, like, oh, you too. Like, man. <laughs> Dang, I'm only I thirty-one. I don't like that. Like when I you sit like for too long and get up too fast, it's like whoa. You be like, Ooh. but you really not supposed to do that, sis. My doctor, um, you like, actually are. So when you wake up, you supposed to like gradually sit up. You're not supposed to just like, or you oh, or you gonna always get dizzy. That's like, yeah, um, but a lot of these as niggas, a kid, I used to just roll over. Me get too, up, hop up. and that'll give you a headache. It's so many things that happens mm-hmm. if you just you know pop up like that. That's why you be so discombobulated when you just wake up late and you gotta pop up and get dressed. You be discombobulated because you still sleep for like the first. Yeah, your body still sleep. Yeah. I hear you. You niggas that like to get up five minutes before you get to work. You try to tell your job, no, nah, but I, I got dizzy last time, so I got up. <laughs> I sat there for like <laughs> two <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm saying? Then I had no, to stretch. No, but then you could just go to your doctor and get that doctor's excuse. And then there you go. Ain't going to know y'all gotta know <laughs> how to work the system. Cause I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all can listen. <laughs> y'all can get them. Um, what's it called? Mm. Well, it's called ADD at my job, but it's pretty. <laughs> Sounds illegal. Go ahead. It's not illegal. It's like back documentation from your doctor saying if you have restrictions, and by law, your job has to honor those restrictions. So it could be restrictions for a whole year. You can call off when you feel like calling off. If that's your restriction your doctor gave you, it's nothing that your your occupation can do about that at all. 
That's funny. I'm calling yeah. with something stupid. Like you yeah, can call so. up every day if you want to and still keep your job. By no, long. that's crazy. Like yeah, my doctor said my knee can only bend four times a day. There so. are restrictions. <laughs> I used four of them up already, so I'm stuck on the couch. <laughs> Not gonna be able to make it today. Sorry. No, yeah. you gotta call off. My yeah, doctor yeah. said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I used three of them up. Then I got in the car. That was the fourth one. So. No, but she's not lying because when I was in school, my doctor wrote me off for a month off yeah. for school for migraines. Ooh, I was wow. stressed out. That's crazy. It's like a leave. It's a certain type of leave that you get. <laughs> doctor said I need a month off. That's funny. It's actually called FML. It's FML, family medical leave. And you um, can do it. Most people do only think of it because like when you get pregnant or you might get sick. But it can actually be for any type of medical issue that you have. And it, it does come with restrictions depending on your job. You working at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do put restrictions on it. Like you only get a certain amount of hours in that month or that calendar year. So it's still restrictions. But if you know the system, you know the system. <laughs> I feel you. But see, here's the here's how doctors are normally set up and the way black folks are set up when it, in regards to doctors. Doctors are like mechanics. These niggas will tell you something that you didn't ask at all about. I, I came That's in here. Example. My shoulder was hurting a little bit. You talking about I had an inflamed lung and all this other type of stuff. I love an inflamed lung. And they always hit you with the, yeah, another day. You hadn't, didn't come in today. You would have died. <laughs> so thank the Lord you, you decided to stop Come by. Man. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to need this, this, this. going to run you about 5000 yeah. yeah, your insurance doesn't cover any of this. So, yeah, you're going to have to come out of pocket. That's how black folks look at the doctor. Like, no, nah, I'm not going because you're going to tell me a thousand different things wrong with me. I can't afford it. Now I'm going to leave sad about it, depressed, mad as hell. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's because people don't be mm-hmm. going to the, the doctors for the right stuff. You go to a optrician for an eye exam. You know, you go to your gynecologist if you have issues with your body. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, people don't know to go to those specific doctors. People don't know that they got insurance to go to those specific doctors as well. And that's why people be getting the wrong information. They don't be going to the right professional. Dispute. You think so? For those... What's your opinions on that? No, I'm just saying that bill, just dispute. That's all I'm gonna say. What bill? <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to pay back medical bills. Why is not free? That's you know like, we that, in the that's wrong a country. US thing for real. Yeah, like they making stuff up. That's, that's school thing. and um, medical in London is free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a US thing. Yeah, I don't know how like see here's my thing about America, right? I feel like this is how I feel. Everywhere else sucks. But I don't know that for sure. Have you traveled anywhere outside the country? That's cool to visit. I'm talking about like live there I and be a like citizen that's there. Somebody that's oh, real, no. like stuck in their ways. You have to be. You have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone to really understand a different country. Countries run a whole different way. They don't. I know. So <laughs> things that matter to us don't matter there. Thing, family, the way they operate, they don't, they don't, they don't operate the same. Like yeah. it, you have to be able to take yourself out of how you live and your culture in general, and be able to understand how something else works like that. So I don't think you would totally understand it unless you lived in another country, and unless you, or unless you know somebody personally, 
and to have have them daily conversations with them to know mm -hmm. the differences between the U.S. and other countries. Mm -hmm. Because it could the to be honest with you, other countries got better shit in, in certain areas than the U.S. does. Uh, and it's yeah. just because of how they operate. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the democracy as a gen, I mean, as a whole, I feel like I feel like if we was like one of those countries with a king and a queen, <laughs> uh, I feel like we, our world would run so much better mm -hmm. than it would <laughs> if it was all these different people having all these different opinions to yeah. vote to um, figure out which one is the right way to go. I honestly feel that way. And then it's like, who do you hold accountable for when all this fall apart? You just vote again. So here, here's my thing. Well, what's your opinion on that? Because that's crazy what she just said. She said it. How, king. though? Please explain. Okay. One person to yeah, make all king, the decisions? But, but even with a king, it's, a, it's still, it's not, the king still got a um, person that he consult with. He still got his... He still got a priest. He still answered to. You know what I'm saying? It's still a circle of hierarchy. However, the king has to say so, the final say. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the majority rules all the time. But what if the the whole majority is in cahoots with each other? You watch Lion King. I ain't seen Lion King. You read the Bible. I don't even know why you said that. We but even in the Bible, it's a monarchy. The, the... In the Bible, it's a king. You get what I'm saying? Even when you go back to all of the stories in the Bible, uh -huh. there was it was a monarchy. It wasn't a democracy. It wasn't people voted. It was right. It was a king. It was what the king said, and then uh -huh. it was you know people that believed in God, and they was following a different king, and that was the issue. You get what I'm saying? So it's not. And then what happened? But but what I'm saying is the problems that they across and I was talking about before that. Oh, <laughs> it was a king. Well, that nigga stopped listening, and then there wasn't no more king no more. And like me, I don't understand. I don't remember Doggy Bone name. The last king of um um um. I'm, yeah, we about to get biblical real quick. Keys He's talking about God biblical too. or you know what I'm historical. Know, yeah, <laughs> I know God too. You feel me? Hold on. So, what's this nigga's name? It was one of the Jewish kings. It was the last one. And then his little preacher dude was like, hey, yo, God not playing no more. Like, chill out. He said, forget that. And then God pulled up like, hey, yo. And then he was like, okay, big dog, my fault. But then the biblical, the dog was like, no, it's too late for that. It's about to get crazy. Then it got crazy. It wasn't the king since. Oh, that was deep. Yeah, only if we knew some what? names Hold or on, I'm trying to um, something. Because I'm... I'm lost. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> it sounds like a good, it good story. <laughs> it wasn't David. It wasn't, um, I don't think Jeremiah was a king. It wasn't David. You talking about the f Moses and the Pharaoh? After that. It was <laughs> after that. It was for sure after that. It was after that. It was back when they got back to, uh, see, if your pops was here, he could, you know what I'm saying, put names in, in places and all that yeah. good stuff. It was after they got back, they got free. Moses got them up out of that jam. They walked through the water, right? They got back to Israel, 
Jerusalem, wherever, wherever the, the promised land. I just want Jewish the folk. listeners to know: don't don't go word barbatim what he's saying. No, hey, listen. He just the ones that know know what he his interpretation of the Bible. No, it's not my interpretation. Don't do that. It's not my interpretation. <laughs> this is in the book. <laughs> I just don't know the names. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't Until do that. Until we get a reference, it's an, nah, his, he's not gonna play his me. interpretation. <laughs> no, it's a not. true story. This is a. I swear, this is a true story. You was not about to play me. <laughs> I on. just want to know what story this is. I'm trying. I don't know doggy bone name. Hold on. Um, Israel. Oh, you figure that out. I feel like Lion King, for an example. Yeah, the brother once he he died, or you know, now somebody trying to the kill you to brother? get your spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now he becomes king, and now this is the wrong king to become king. So, mm. what if it's a situation like that, like? The wrong president become the president. No, I mean, we, but it's still that situation. We get in the situation where we got the wrong president. We stuck one for four years. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like. But by choice, though, he didn't kill a bunch of people and then say, I'm the president now. That's usually how kings do it. No, kings are inherited by the by evil. The evil blood. inherited one, though. Kill his brother so he can become king because he's next up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he's just destroying the world. You don't watch Game of Thrones, huh? No. Look, see, you don't know. Lion King? Um, that, that's Lion King, you know, I'm 31 years Ufasa? old. I was Lion King when it first <laughs> came out. <laughs> that's funny. I ain't seen it since. I tried to watch it this week. That is so crazy you say that. No, but Dog killed him, then he ate him. Which is crazy. I got deep, I got high and got real deep on YouTube. He ate him. He ate Dog. I ain't even know lions eat lions. If it get like that, they will. Oh yeah, lines. if they um feel crossed in a sense. Yeah, um, so like he had his, he was playing I know with about a skull. Animals, but I don't know what. You you watching that Geo? Nope. How you know about animals? You watch that Geo? Not that specifically, but like if I see it, I go into research about animals. Oh, you like research animals? Oh. Okay. Not too deep. It's like yeah, I'd be interested if I see it, but oh, I know okay. some things about a lot of animals that most people don't know. What's the craziest animal fact you know? Um, nothing that would stick out. I mean, I could tell you something about a hippo. What's that? They killers. They're evil. Okay. I don't know if y'all been on Twitter, but this it was this thing, like, maybe right after the pandemic. Or maybe beginning of the year. It was, like, a gorilla, mm-hmm. a hippo, I think a rhino. What was it? A gorilla and a bear. So it was a gorilla, a hippo, rhino, and a bear. Which one could you survive if it attacked you? Survive? Yeah. The bear? Maybe? See, I thought the hippo. Yeah, for sure the bear. Because I feel like... Well, actually, well, rhino's pretty... Hippos are... Beasts. First of all, they're aggressive. They're not cute, sweet, mind they business type of animals. And then they're fast and big as fuck with teeth that's like yeah but i feel like you could get you could like do you know how fast the hippo is yeah no i don't know you don't how it's fast like a faster than me yeah i know that much <laughs> i don't even know how the top the mock speed faster than a human being but like they're <laughs> abnormally fast like bullets shooting through the water i didn't know that until i knew that which made me scared of hippos and i don't look at them the same anymore here's my logic right a gorilla is the f- number one gonna kill you for sure? Just off of strength, but honestly, you could probably keep up with a gorilla before you can keep up with a hippo. Yeah, cause they're not as fast and they're not as big. But now you gotta think though, 
But they can swing and they they them arms is they saying. they got double feet. You could climb something. A gorilla's cook. A gr- I mean a, a, a gorilla cook. and they smarter. A gorilla too. They can smart like humans. Yeah, it could so get wherever you, anywhere you can climb. It could climb there faster than you. So you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A rhino, I feel like it's a little faster than a hippo. So before you can get to wherever you get into, you cooked. But a bear. I feel like can climb not as good as a gorilla, but it can climb. Bears a little slow, but I they think. can climb though. But they don't mean like shit. they're soft. Like the only thing is they just Comparing big to, and scary. Like they're big yeah. and scary and raw. But like, if you stand next to, I've stood next to a little bear before. You stood next to a little bear. Yeah, it was a little bit. Well, he was a big bear to me, but he was a little baby bear. It wasn't like an adult bear. It was a little baby bear. bear. But he was still big, like he was bigger <laughs> than me. Yeah. And we were just looking at each other. So how was you feeling at that moment when you was scared? I was scared I, as I, fuck, but I was, was kind of yeah. intrigued more so because I'm like, well, you know, I get to watching the stuff. Like if you do mm-hmm. little certain stuff, they won't harm you or treat it mm-hmm. like a dog. Like bears are actually sweet and like slow. Treat it like a dog. I don't know about that. One. Not a dog, but oh, like okay. you know, treat it like a pet more so. Like they have natural pets instincts too. Mm-hmm. So I was just staring at it, didn't move, and it didn't move, and then. I threw something and went to go get it, and it went away, and it was like, okay, well, there go the bear. His first reaction wasn't, I want to eat you. So. Mm-hmm. I would imagine not. What was that? Like a, a, a cabin in oh, okay. Tennessee. Okay, sure. I don't imagine it did. I was just walking you. around in the uh, woods. Didn't realize, like, it'd be bears, like, real-life animals and stuff. Back up. I thought you went somewhere, and then there was bears there. You was just walking, and a stray bear, a wild bear walked up. Hey, was you with somebody? Uh, Yeah, my best friend. And y'all was by yourself. She was scared. I was by myself. Right. Okay. So she, yeah, she, she was right. She was scared of deer. It was a deer. I, am I supposed to be scared of deer? I don't know. I feel like anything on like four legs can kill you. I feel like I don't know because we not. <laughs> For really... some reason, I wasn't scared of the deer. I wanted to. It was like Bambi and them. Like I just wanted to go up and. Okay. What? I guess I go to the petting zoos and stuff. You know, certain horses. I ride horses. Stuff mm-hmm. like that don't scare me. Oh, you live a, a life. Yeah, I've, I've lived a life. That's uh-huh, okay. why I do feel older than what I am, because I've lived a life. And okay. when we were talking about other countries and stuff like that, I feel like, you know, South America is the con- continent, but United States was is a business. Mm-hmm. So everywhere else on the planet runs the same, but the United States is mm-hmm. the only one of one that runs this I way. I think that's what I was trying to, I think that's why I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's exactly why I said what I said. Because so, actually, what we're doing, like, the way we draw, everything that we do is the total so, total opposite from everywhere else. But we never, we think it's normal. So, going to other countries, you start to, once you go to multiple countries and start seeing the same thing in every country, you start to realize, like, it wasn't, it wasn't us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't them. It was us. Like, we're the weirdos mm-hmm. of the planet, basically. America. Mm-hmm. United States. I hear that. Possibly could be true. Yeah. All I know is, like, I would like to know what <clears throat> are the immigration rates of other countries. What are the what? The immigration rates of other. It's countries. probably not as hard. It's not as easy because. That's crazy. I mean, it's not as high because they got a different process. Even in place, I know. I know somebody that has a friend, um, that's in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they happen to be Haitian. And I didn't know in the Bahamas, you know, Haitians get treated like 
black people did back in slavery days. <laughs> like, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't know that. And so it's not easy for people to get out of that situation. So they stuck. And that's why a lot of people come to the U.S. for that freedom. Mm -hmm. Because we work like a business. You know what I'm saying? They're, they kind of stuck in their way. They tell you it's freedom. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. They tell you it. But it's a lot. What I'm saying is stuff like a Haitian can't go into the Bahamas and use a credit card or a debit card that's not theirs. Like mm -hmm. if your friend came to you like, go get me a drink. Go get us a drink. They go to jail for that. You know what I'm saying? Or even being out cur past curfew. Like they can't own things. They can't have make a certain amount of money. You know, they can only, they got to have a citizenship to work, a citizenship, a permit to do this. Like, it's steps to even being able to visit outside the country. You know what I'm saying? Like, before they can get a citizenship, they got to go through way more than we do. Like, we can just pay, do the little interview. They got to be approved, go through a whole couple interviews. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot harder. They make it harder for you to be stuck in that spot and for them to be able to control that you know territory yeah. i have a lot of friends all over the world and different countries and just for me going like i modeled too so mm -hmm. that's how i know a lot about what i know about other countries just like on a smaller sense i don't really know too much about immigrations or stuff but um i i know it is like hard to um get here mm-hmm but then I always ask people, like, well, why did you come here if this is your benefits that you got there? And they say for work or family or something like that. And then you have some people that want to go back because it's better. So it's just like, I don't know. It depends on that individual person. Like, what do you want out of your life mm -hmm. at the end of the day? Yeah. That's what all this is about. But you're only going to get so much freedom wherever you go because yeah. at the end of the day, it's all based off a of government or a king or, or whoever the Whoever. I think that people mm -hmm. that come here, they see something that they ain't never seen before. Just like, like going they, out the country like when I say is exciting because you never seen Certain it stuff, they be like, oh, you driving this? Oh, you doing this? Or you know what I'm saying? They don't do that stuff. They're not flashy. They're not into the technology like we are. They're not, you know, so it's a different world. It's like when we go to China. You go to China, you see all this electrical stuff they got. They had the little flush toilets and electrical toilets before we did. You know they what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, they sweet as hell. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you go there, you see that they we operate different. Things that, you know, we they could do, they can't do, would ever be able to do there. We could just do it freely here. It's freedom of speech. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't do that shit. Or say that shit in that country, you will go to jail. Yeah, like you know? I feel like you're making my point that um, the other countries suck because you can't well, do Well, I there. mean, yes, that <laughs> would be like... because you're in the mindset of freedom of speech. You get what I'm saying? But if you the things that that's put into place for their, for them works for them. You get what I'm saying? It works for what how they live, how what their morals are. When you go to places like that, everybody is one religion. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about Buddhism. You don't have to worry Catholic. You don't have that problem with separation. So everybody got the same rules. United everybody doing the same. States. It's just people we. from all over unite here. But if you're a Haitian, there's only Haitians in that family in that village. It's only yeah, these they would Chinese, disown you if you're not part. If uh, you're not that religion, your family, your mama, your daddy, everybody will disown you if you don't marry within the family. Like stuff like that. That's how they keep their religion that's how they keep their culture that's how everything works it's different am we i tripping or this it. don't sound good like you don't get no options to do nothing well i ain't saying you don't get options you still get options but it's a different way of living things that matter to you here wouldn't matter that it don't really necessarily matter there 
Like, even with phones, like, for instance, the Bahamas don't have an internet. Like, they don't have, like, you can browse or go Google or fashion. Up. Once you cross the into the Bahamas, you can't just access the world like you would any okay, other way. So. Okay, so. They're not used to that. You know what I'm saying? So they've been able to establish a whole life without social media. Right. And I want to touch on that because my last trip to Jamaica was one of those experiences. I've been to Jamaica before, but this time I took my mom and I got a different experience. Mm -hmm. And I uh, did the bamboo rafting or whatever. Now I'm looking, uh, the guy was selling me, uh, what is it called? I don't know. I forgot. It's some type of clay they be rubbing on your legs and stuff like that. I understand. He was trying to sell it to me, right? Mm -hmm. But when he was introducing it to us and actually rubbing our legs this man walks over to some dirt move the dirt dig in the ground grabbed it out and then put it on our legs and i'm like as a business you know me i'm always thinking i'm like that's free pros straight hundred percent profit mm -hmm. you just grab i said i can go grab that from the the ground and sell it myself and you trying to sell me something hell i'm about to go to the ground and mm -hmm. sell it with you mm -hmm. like and i was just thinking like dang this is just a part of they like in their backyard they have a whole river like a raft and they mm -hmm. actually making money off of it it's just like i don't know i don't know what i was thinking but it was just like is that really what's freedom like or yeah like, is that what the, freedom really is like this technology you know i just got tired of i was so used to the fast life technology mm -hmm. the trends the internet and everything and then it, you go to a place and it's nothing but it. it's nothing but earth it's nothing but what we People. started with like it was kind of like regular like is this how is how life's supposed to be like they were i drunk from a coconut he picked out the tree drilled a hole in with a bamboo stick and i drank it and it tasted so good yeah like, so it's just super like natural. that's what you used to you don't get like when you eliminate so many things in your life you will see how much it take over you know what I'm saying? How much it kind of just brought me a sense of peace because it was like, dang, I think I'm about to move to Jamaica because everything is natural. Everything is normal. Everything makes sense. It's like trading goods for goods. Like, okay, I'm I'm taking stuff and making a profit from the earth. Or it's not like money wasn't really involved mm -hmm. for real. It was like, here, here go that for you. And, you you know, you do this. And they made a company out of it. So now they're making money off of tourists, people from America who believe in this dollar or this bill system or you know, whatever the difference is, it was just like, dang. People there, they What work. is real life right now? Like, is America where it's at? Or yeah. is out of the country really free? Like, what is really freedom? Yeah. That's what that's I where it happened. I think that with the U.S., the exchange of goods and services became just currency. And now other places, they really exchange goods and services. Like, you know, they still be like, hey, let me do this for you. I'll do this for you. You can't do that in the city. You got to yeah, pay like me. You don't need money if to I'm do about that. to do your like, hair. You still get what and, you want and I still go to Right. At the, and, and a different place, that's why things like, hey, you going to do my hair? I'm going to pay you here. And but then there, the existence of human beings will stay alive because you will always need somebody to take on some type of something to give or trade. Like, if money is the only thing we need, who needs people or like robots and all that technology stuff. I think that's where that's going. You know, I don't want to get too deep and no, too crazy. We made too many movies. If we make all these movies and still let that happen, that's we, we're trash. No, but you know what's funny? They made a movie about COVID, Fahrenheit 9-11. They made a couple movies and it came out true. Like, so I really think done. that the U.S. is so moving towards no currency. Yeah, like, all electronic. 
Like, why you think they putting chips in the in the cards and making everything bitcoins and everybody learning about investing in stocks and stuff like that? Like, banks going cashless. Like, how you how do a bank go cashless? You know what I'm saying? So it's really Biden really put something in effect where he's trying to make it a cashless country where I mean, you know what I'm saying? Where you don't where there isn't currency. You ever seen that movie Timeless? Mm-mm. With um Justin Timberlake, it was a where you get time. It was like time stamp and, and time have was currency. That. Time was everything. It. You that was pretty much once you ain't had okay. no more time left, that was it. I think that's that's how he trying to make it where it's like a chip where mm-hmm. you have it in you and that is your currency. You get this much money to to you get in trouble. They take some money off you know if you you know that's your punishment that's like everything that's too much control that's exactly what it's leading to you get what i'm saying like just just about the, what yesterday uh the whole what do you call it when the clock change i can't think of right time, now time savings yeah daylight savings so we're driving in the car and it was one o'clock mm-hmm. and then you look up and now it's two o'clock but I'm doing the same thing, so it's time real. Like I'm doing the same shit I was doing before the clock changed or whatever. Like nothing feels different. Like you saying, Sunday. did you really travel in time like that? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh yes, time, time is a thing. Yes, time she goes was really by. Really traveling in time. That's like hilarious. literally, we're like it was an hour back. We're not doing this today. <laughs> Hell no. Like I'm, what is real and what is fake? And they just gave me a whole spiel about. Oh, technology. Y'all can't see it. It is three phones currently being used right now on the table. Y'all can't see them. Okay. So, I don't want to... Y'all can miss me. She got two phones. Okay. So, But I'm just time saying. can't be real if it could just change. It didn't change the moment. It just changed on the clock. Like, what is that? Time was man-made. Mm-hmm. What is that? It was man-made. It was something to determine it's a how long your day is going to be. Years. Like the calendar mm-hmm. and all these months. Like I could just have a month that's only 31. That was just uh, a way to explain why or... the sun go down earlier. Yeah, There's a <laughs> night and day and there are seasons. And that's your time. Like New Year's, for an example. Like Why is a new year starting in the middle of winter? That's not nothing new. New year will be like when everything dies and become new, right? Yeah. I mean, common sense is just telling me these things. Par- I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a paradigm. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot okay. of things right. like the whole... So spring the, word, the way is the world, really the new year to me. But the way the world is supposed to be turning, the seasons are changing. And that's why the dates don't add up. Supposedly, scientifically, the mm-hmm. dates don't add up because... the the seasons change. Summer gonna be winter eventually. Winter gonna be summer. Fall gonna be spring. Spring gonna be fall. It's supposed to do a whole change, depend because of how the world turns, supposedly. But that's why you see in the summertime it be still winter. In the wintertime, I'm too high Wait, for what? this conversation right now. She's what? in the summer. You lost me. Okay, okay. in the summer time, in the summertime, when it be cold as fuck, it be cold, it and in cold. the winter time, it be hot as fuck. It, what do you mean? Hold on, no, it don't. It be that like, no, like it don't. it's fall now. That's like it's fall now. This right. is not That's, fall weather for real. This but, is not what it usually. Well, last year in October, well in November, it was not this warm. But leaves are falling. It still falls. But what still I'm going saying on. is the That's weather like was not the temperature same. Thing, right. But the season is still the season. Like it's still fall season. Yeah, I get that, but I'm talking about like the weather in general. Like well, we the doing weather that. We was putting changed. chemicals all in the air is knocking <laughs> everything off. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yeah. That's 
That's a real thing. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Y'all will kick a, oh, my pH balance. And then don't, so don't sit up there and tell me you don't believe in us. That's in the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. I done got mad. Oh, the I don't know. It's like vagina. That's what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically, basically what he said. Yeah. I don't want to get to the whole earth, mother nature spiel. Yeah, I don't want to get into that because I'm not all the way. You know what I'm saying? Because a little bit of that. So I don't, I'm not going to say it right. I tried to do the uh, the Bible thing, but I couldn't think of the name because I always pull that out. When, when somebody says some stuff like that, I'll, that's my favorite one to go to. And I couldn't do it because I don't remember Doggy Bone name. So it's hard for me to search it up. Mm. But yeah, that's trash. Yeah, just look Doggy Bone up in the Bible and see what we find here. It's a lot of pages <laughs> in there. I'm like, dang, this, it's a lot in there. And I don't, I don't. And that's why you go to church. Yeah, to decipher what's, I what is being said. trust people in church. People in church don't even like each other. Number. Some of the worst people hurt. I've met. I told you he was hurt in the church, and that's yeah. why he is the way he is. I didn't get hurt. It ain't about the people. The people don't have nothing to do with you. That's what I told him the last week. It's me. you and God. Mm-hmm. Girl, and the message that I you're like receiving her. from the person that's <laughs> delivering it. And that's all you there for, and that's all that that's matters. That's all you Anything there else for. is distractions. The Who's devil. delivering it's it? It's meant to distract you. Who's delivering it though? I said whoever is delivering uh, the pastor. So that's or... why you have to. That's why you have to be very decisive in the leader that you choose to lead you. Because if you find on a spiritual leader somebody there, they are actually called to teach you They're what called? you need to learn. They're called by God okay. to teach like, three, you one, three, what you three, need three, to learn. I have a question. What's your question? I have a question. So why would God call somebody else to teach me something? Because why can he me? do it? That's what I'm about to ask. And he used people. It, it might not even yeah, like be. he's not here, so he's going to use a person Why to deliver a message. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> but I'm saying, but like, in to be like, hey, for you to yeah, call you by your name and tell you what to do. Like he's because sometimes, like for you, for instance, like you just don't believe it. But if 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 a something just snapped and was like boom, and told you your whole whispered your whole life some stuff that nobody would know, but God, you would be like, okay, maybe he I'm right. convinced. A little bit, you know what I'm saying? Right. If that's what the purpose of him bringing people. So now you, y'all playing right now? Okay, all right. So y'all have never had somebody no tell you? Not letting you let me finish. You let me finish. <laughs> no, we're not playing. But she, no, but you playing. know, church folks get serious about their religion. You just gotta be careful how you deliver it. Nah, I got a, I got a question. Y'all have never had. I mean, be authentic, cause y'all never had somebody you don't like tell you something you really need to hear. Yeah. But you don't listen because you don't like that nigga. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? But the pre- but what I'm saying is, somebody, I mean that's a choice that you somebody made. Somebody that you created listen, everything. He was right. I mean that's your stubbornness, ego. No, I asked you. Okay, what have you mm-hmm. ever been told something? But you're that person that said it ain't your favorite person, or they didn't say it in a way you liked it. So you really didn't listen because you didn't like how it was delivered. That's never happened to either one of y'all ever in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but what I'm saying is that's the difference between something like when somebody so what, when you think about problem? it like this. If you can skip the messenger and just give me the message. Because no, I might not like the messenger. Sometimes you need the messenger because the message might be coming straight from him and you might not. This is the thing. What I'm saying, what I'm trying he put people in your life to help you and mm-hmm. to guide you for your, if you got faith, this wouldn't even be a, you know, a, a a conversation but it that takes we you have. to go through certain stuff yeah that's it why i'm looking does. at you like i've been there before but if with you the think question about- no hold on back up because these niggas think i don't have faith in god wait a minute no 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 i don't got faith in us we suck so i don't like dealing through like i don't believe niggas is chosen they're like okay so- god think you so special he gonna talk to you to tell me no he can just tell me who is you it you ain't suck about- 
Well, it's kind of like not that, that though. Necessarily it's not that you're special, but it's just like this person is in your life, or you may or may like. He knows stuff we don't. I don't know how to explain no, it. No, it's not even just example. that. These peer, the per, the people that are called to lead you or to teach you something in life, it might not always be a pastor. However, that person is called in their life because they obviously can understand something or see something or explain something to you in a way that you're not able to. Mm -hmm. Because if you was, it would have came directly to you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm -hmm. you, like, just think about it like it, this. Somebody that, that created it. everything know you from the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. They know how to approach you, and they know how to they know how to get to you or reach you in a way that only you would be able to receive that information. Him coming to you directly, that might not be the way to receive, especially if you resilient about going to church. You cannot go to church and just yeah. have a, you can just not not go to church and have a relationship with God for real. Like, you cannot be fully committed in a Christian and just don't go to church. It's not possible because the church was, the church was put there for a reason. There's a purpose to go to church, a purpose to church, purpose to learn, to learn the Bible period, learn to worship, all of that. All of that is in the church. Just because it's people in the church that deter you, the church is like a hospital. Like I said before, it's sick people in there. You're not going there for the sick people. You're going for the doctors to nurse you back to health. Everybody's not right yeah. in there. And you get what I'm saying? Leave the hospital. Right, you leave the hospital, go home, but you're still sick. You going to you going to church for a reason. The point is, you're going to church to learn how to live, to learn to learn how to do what you're doing, do everything the right way. However, that and is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Teach you about whatever you need to do in life, whatever you're trying to get through. That's your purpose to be fixed. If you're looking at it in that way, you're not going for the people around. You can't say, I'm not going to the hospital because I don't like the patients there. What no, they got to do? If I'm you... not going. I don't like the doctors there. Okay, that was your choice to go to that hospital. It's multiple doctors. Yeah, it's, my, it's doctors everywhere. You're going to find the false, do it's false doctors everywhere. You yeah. got to find which doctor is certified the right way. You can, you, just like you for don't you. know. You don't know the profession to know if they're a professional doctor or not, but you know when you go there, you got the right service, and they fix what the issue was for real, and they didn't put a Band-Aid on it, and you still got the cut. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Am I making sense? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you just got to like choose, you choose your doctor. Taking a message from somebody you don't like, but then it's like, you're going to hear it again from somebody else. Like, you're going to go through the same lessons. He's yeah, because the pastors, they really teach to you the same eventually. lessons. They're teaching the same stuff in the same book. It's just a different interpretation, and you got to find out which leader interprets things the right way for you, and that's going to feed your soul the right way. And that's yeah. how you determine who you need to listen to and who you don't. Need to listen to is kind of crazy. Well, I'm saying, I when I say listen to, you trust that they're telling you the right information. You trust that they're called by God. If they're called by God, they're not telling you nothing wrong. And the purpose for you to go to them is to listen to them, right? I guess. So you would need to listen to them to get what you want to get from them, right? I, I guess. I don't know. I went to church. I got the moral of the story. I got it. God, I need God in everything that I do. Mm -hmm. It'll behoove me to have him in everything I do. I got that. All right. Appreciate it. That's great. I pray. But we I'm made progress change. because before. No, that's the same thing I said last <laughs> week. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I'm about to come with my holy water. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay.
saying? Cause all I've been saying this whole time is I don't think you need to go through church to get to God. That's all I've been saying. Yeah, because he has a different way of communicating with people. He like, do. I mean, you don't you don't have to always go through it, but ideally, like to in order to to. But you should try. You need a church home. Like I don't even know how you to. Don't I need wish a church home. We might home, have to get nothing. a pastor on the show because they need to See, explain. See, I'm not saying the need, the necessity part, because I, I feel like that's is what's tricking you. Like you feel like. You don't need to do anything. You, um, you need to you do just, a couple things. You just, it's, the, you're it's the power it. trip thing, like the control. Nah, I so don't, I don't need to enough. go to church. What did niggas do before church? I just feel like you like to rebel. I feel like it's better for you to uh -oh. rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm rebellious. <laughs> nah, I'm rebellious. Am, am I right or am I right? I'm just saying, you uh, like to rebel. Oh, you like to rebel on the lot. He's just very open-minded when it comes to his options and his freedom. So you saying like there's other ways you can get what people are gaining from going to church because when you go to church, it's like why am I coming here with all these people that ain't even really sane enough to be in this building just to get this message that I could have got somewhere else mm -hmm. or I could have got by reading my Bible myself or you could have just told me that over the phone. Like mm -hmm. that's what he's getting to. But I'm saying like put yourself in a room full of millionaires, you become one. Not because it's nothing they told you or nothing they did. It's just the surrounding the energy that you gain. So sometimes going to church, you may gain a different energy or a spirit in a good way that may going to the give right you church. what you need. You're going to the right yeah. church, of course. Like. You said that twice, getting in a room with a bunch of millionaires, you become a millionaire. I feel it. Yeah. If everybody is a millionaire like they say, what a millionaire look like? I don't know. Well, they don't got to look like a millionaire, but if they legit got... If a, they're millionaire, legit. a millionaire is like, that's math. That's written in books. Yeah, ain't no way you like, can fake you that You are one. a millionaire. Once you get a million dollars or millions of dollars, so you get millions on a regular... Like how you get a couple thousand all the time, you're a thousandaire. You get a couple hundred thousand, you're a hundred thousandaire, I guess. I feel it. I will never know how much money you got unless you tell me. Me? Yes, you. Or you. Yeah, that's true. Right. Right. I can only go off of what you tell me. Yeah. Right. So you're like, it's an assumption. Maybe this person has millions. They don't. But sometimes, you know, in a room, like, say, for instance, like, there's a business conference or let's just say Jay-Z, Beyonce, P. Diddy, all these people that you know for a fact have millions of dollars. Mm hmm you can Google them and they have a million dollars to their name. You put yourself in that room, you're going to gain something. You mm -hmm. may not gain a million dollars or a secret recipe, but Even you're going to gain network with somebody. something. And eventually you will figure out or you will have that energy connected to you. You have millionaire energy all around you mm -hmm. versus you wake up on the block smoke weed even though your shit together your shit always together you know went mm -hmm. to school graduate all this stuff but eventually over time that energy is just like you create habits within 21 days you do do some same shit for the 21 days mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. you create a habit good or bad so that's like kind of the same thing like that's why i'm always particular about who i'm around and like what rooms I go into or certain mindsets because it naturally you may not even notice it like mm -hmm. You just may not even notice it. But you start going to church, eventually you'll start understanding in your mind to be open to what you're gaining from going to church. But you don't really know if you don't never go. Yeah. You know? 
So I wouldn't really know how a millionaire get a million dollars or what their life look like or their routine if I'm not really around them to figure out. Mm -hmm. I hear you. The truth always comes to the light anyway, so you can't fake it. You can't fake nothing. I hear you. For real. I hear you. I hear you. But if I talk to one millionaire, you really ain't got a million dollars. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I talk to another one. Oh, that nigga ain't got a million dollars either? It's like, okay, it's three niggas in this room without a million dollars. Probably shouldn't go back to that room. Exactly. I'm I'm sure if you go in a room full of millionaires, you're gonna definitely your like your your opinion you're gonna know. is gonna change on something. You're gonna, you're gonna know. change as a person on something being in a room. Life is full all of about experience. And you not one. Yes it is. And uh patience and paying attention. Cause sometimes you can experience things and miss the whole point of the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I've did it before. So some people get around celebrities and just be in awe and miss the experience. Some people get around the celebrities and realize, hey, it's not it's as me. hard as it as you think to become what they're they have became. Thanks. And that's just off experience. Like it took for me to experience certain things to get that to be able to say that. Okay, I feel it. I was still using the millionaire thing as like a church thing, but it's okay. It's all good. A bigger <laughs> point was made, and it's all good. Y'all, y'all niggas pray, okay? Because a lot of y'all need to. A lot of you, y'all suck. Stay okay? prayed up. Um, yeah, definitely. If if some of y'all lost y'all life today, would would anybody really care? Probably not. You don't want to leave here like that, okay? So stay prayed up. Try to be a better person than whoever you are, because whoever you are ain't good enough, okay? So do that, and you'll be all right. <laughs> Ain't not good enough. <laughs> it ain't. Some of y'all think y'all. Oh, I'm. This is all I need. No, 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 no. no. Everybody has something they can improve. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Some more than others. Ah, she said it in such a nice way. Yeah. Now it's almost eleven o'clock. I forgot. Hmm. I was supposed to get on your ass about your personal life, and I forgot. Yeah. I really forgot. What about her personal life? Cause I was supposed to ask about her relationships. Like, as far as, like, a guy, because she's young sister, successful mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. and ain't got no brother. Not black person. I meant, like... What the brother part got? <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean brother, like... Ain't got no man. That's what I meant. I didn't mean uh, black or white is not what I meant. Ain't got I meant, no man. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple right now. Okay, I'm just I joking. See, you know I, I don't know how jokey joke that was. That was a little crazy. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, she's single. She could do that. All right. So how how is single too, with no kids, and she have two businesses. Period. What in the world (laughs) should I be doing? So how how is the dating life with you being as successful as you are, young sister, no kids? (sighs) The dating sucks, but it is what you make it. Honestly, I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie. Like I have options. Like you, you, I can either choose to be. The young woman with no kids and successful and have whatever I want when it comes to men options. I can just date, you know. But then if you're like a lover girl or whatever, or you want an end goal, mm-hmm. marriage, kids, growth, mm-hmm. relation, you're probably not going to date too much because you don't want to waste your time and you really don't have time to waste so when it comes down to me, that's my thing. Like, I know I want to get married. I know I want to have kids. And I'm, I've done the dating scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, we're just wasting each other's time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just dating. It's fun. I'm learning to enjoy the moment and the people that are there for that moment. Mm-hmm. But 
I kind of just step away from dating overall because it's like I have an end goal and I'm too busy to really figure out or invest into that. Like my mm -hmm. time is invested into my business. So mm -hmm. most of the times I have been dating long term, they don't last because of how busy I am or how much time I have for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like being young, it's like I have so much more time to date more than I have more time to establish mm -hmm. a lifestyle of living that I want for me, my family, and generations on so forth like that. I'm so mad I found out she wants to get married at the last second. Oh, my God. Y'all know I don't <laughs> go to church. Y'all know I'm against mm -hmm. getting married. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, marriage is crazy. I feel yeah. like, again. It took do... for me going to a wedding this year to realize that I wanted to get married. Oh, so you wanted yeah. to have a party. No, it's the the message, the whole gist of it. Like they broke down using the Bible, but they broke down love and the point of marriage. Like is what I can't really give you word from word because I just learned this. But it definitely got to be with somebody. But I definitely received with. a message. Like I looked at it like as a business thing because I'm just a business woman. So it's like this my part, this your part. You do it and I do it. If you get outside of that, this is a bad business, you know? And that's how most people manage their marriages. They go into it like a business. But really, it's simple of just having a person that... Well, first of all, let me back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. They did break down, like, roles that are need to be played. Like, mm. biblically, I think I have a screenshot of my phone. Hold on, let me see. This is about to be very interesting. <laughs> I know y'all have been... A lot of sisters, y'all have been working OT to stop that role stuff. So I actually want to hear this. No, I want to be a damsel in distress for anybody that's listening. I don't want to be working with no man because that's not my role. What? How? I'm not going to say not working, but I'm not about to be doing... As hard as I'm going now, it's because I have to and I'm taking care of myself. So when a man comes in and think that he can't do certain stuff... You know, it's going to be like, well, what's the point of having you then if I'm still... You're supposed to help each other. But let me go to the scripture. Oh, man, that's interesting logic. Okay, here we go. It's, um... How you pronounce that word? Oh, she might not know. She can't really see it. Ephesians. Ephesians. Uh -huh. i just make sure I pronounced it right. I got you. But it says, why submit to yourself... Well, why submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord? So basically, it was like, you know how you give yourself to the Lord? You're supposed to do that to your your husband. And mm. a lot of women were like, uh-uh, no, I ain't mm -hmm. loving him like I love God. You know, the church was funny this day. Mm. And then it says, where the husband is the head of the wife. <laughs> you mm -hmm. love that part, don't I you? agree. That I agree. In theory. That just made him, he don't even want to hear no more. You no, 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 no. I understand. You listen to the whole, right. listen to everything she's okay. saying. So here we go. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Uh-huh. His body, in which he is the savior. Mm -hmm. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. So basically, that just broke down what a wife is supposed to do. You're supposed to submit yourself to your husband as you do to the Lord. Like literally, as like you listen, husband is also going to submit himself to Christ. To Christ, which also gives him the right leadership to give you the right things. To yeah. do and say, to, to advise you correctly and to be the head of so the So here was the main part. Why, uh, where the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. So it's like 
the husband is like the pastor at this point. I feel it. I think um, we're having a big misunderstanding right now. I don't know. But, okay, I, I, let's I, get to the other part. The, okay, because I get this. This is so foreign today. I feel like dudes are going to have a very hard time in today's age finding that. More than ever in, in history of men and women dealing with each other. Finding what? What you're reading right now, that's not very popular amongst women. With the Bible? No, the little the scripture the she women? just wrote and the definite oh. meaning behind it. Submission and th- they don't like these words. Well, you know, to right? Be honest, but you that's have... why marriages and all this stuff don't work. Like this is what marriage is, and mm-hmm. if you're doing anything outside of this, then that's, that's why, why it doesn't working. working. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't work. Don't. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's yeah. why it's not working. Mm-hmm. That's why marriages suck, and nobody wants to get married, and all this shit is just a business, and it become you know the government done add they two cents in, mm-hmm. and like, well, I know y'all not gonna work because I'm distracting y'all mm-hmm. from the real point of marriage. Mm-hmm which is biblical and don't have nothing to do with what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. since I know that, that's like, you know, the devil, distraction, mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all not going to work anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and make sure I get my check at the mm-hmm. end of that. And then it tells you about what the husband is supposed to do. That's going to make it make sense. It's a two-way street. Like, mm-hmm. okay, as a wife, am I supposed to listen to my man like I love the Lord? Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up to her to her to make her holy cleansing by the washing you know that's deep but basically the pastor was explaining it like do you wear clothes every day your wife should have some clothes to wear every day do you eat every day your wife should have some meat do you have a place to lay your head your wife should have like she's supposed to have everything you you don't neglect yourself you don't look in the mirror and cuss yourself out this is what he said for real he was like do you go in the mirror and look in the mirror and cuss yourself out like you should do this I don't have to be, da, da. no you don't do that i mean some people do that do that mm-hmm. but no i see what you, i understand what you're saying you don't just man. go cuss yeah. yourself out why is you cussing your wife out yeah so don't do to her as you wouldn't do to yourself mm-hmm. it'll make sense yeah he like, oh boy. you marry a dummy, you a dummy. Mm-hmm. So, That's funny. hey, wives, pick you a good husband to, you know, lead you. to, um, yeah, to lead you and that you feel like you can submit yourself to. And husbands, you want a wife to submit, you have to do your part as well. Well, that's the problem. Guys don't know how and to lead. And that's what marriage and that's is. Why and then union Guys comes don't know how to love. lead and females don't know how to be submissive. And that's the problem. But a lot of females want to. What be, is the what you just said? Yeah, that's the problem. What, but what's the bigger problem? They're both missing, like the roles. The what no. the, their mm. role is. I feel like it's God. Y'all missing God yeah. in the first place. Like you have to marry a man that knows the Lord for him to be able to follow these things mm-hmm. to do for a wife. And as a wife, you won't be able to submit if you don't have the Lord, because you have to love him just as much as you do the Lord. So. At the end of the day, everybody need a little Jesus. Yeah, everybody and then at the God. end of the day, when you get married, put him first, you gotta, and then mm-hmm. stuff will start making sense. Like I don't look at it as like control or mm-hmm. like oh, it's this man we don't know that's telling us what to do and how to live life. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is just a simpler way to put life so it can be easier for you. And it's so many outside distractions, and you know, mythical. I don't even know the right word, but like people make up stories to go mm-hmm. against that you know as a distraction like he wants the devil wants to destroy union that's his that's what he hate like once upon a time he wanted to be a part of that and couldn't and hates that so mm-hmm. it's just like if you put god first in your life 
a lot of stuff will start making sense. And if you go to church, you will learn more about that. That's what I use church for, to learn more to about understand. it. Because if I didn't go to church, I, w I wouldn't have figured that out. And now I'm looking at like, oh, well, if you put it that way, that's kind of makes sense and that's kind of yeah. simple. And that's kind of easy. So basically, I need to find somebody that trusts that's me. That's a man of God. I mean, that's a, a man of God. Basically. That's trustworthy of my life. Yeah, or at least willing to get yeah. to know. Because if he loving you like he's supposed to be, you wouldn't even have to be cautious or feel any type of way about his decision making. Because you know he's making the best decision for your interest. Because if he love you. I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> She's saying if a lot. Yeah, that's why, because if, if if was a fifth, <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like we can say if. Because like, if it go left, I feel like we come out. Not as bad as y'all when it if it go left, like a divorce mm. or a um, parental beginnings type time. But it's not supposed to go left. That's the problem. A lot of stuff. It became an out way to go left, but it's not like it's not supposed to go left. But it can. So that if if you <laughs> going if you finding the right person and you going by if you if you following the Bible and going by. And living the way that the Bible tells you, that's why you go to church for understanding on how to live. If you mm -hmm. live in the Bible, how you, everything's going to come to you in divine order how it's supposed to. If you do it, everything inside of what this says, marriage is going to work. You it, find something that your man is going to come to you. You're not going to have to wedding, find At the wedding, they broke anything. it down a little more, like on a, you know, people that don't know about the Bible. Or whatever so they took um the wife and the husband and they had sand one was pink one was purple whatever mm -hmm. and they was like husband or wife put your sand in there real quick or whatever she poured a piece of her sand and then it was like husband whenever she having a bad day da, 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 whatever she was going through you are to cover her so put your sand in there now i just represent the wife and the husband getting covered it sands is you know grains of sand you can't really unmix it like once they're entwined they become one and it, it just it was just breaking it down to where it was like oh ah. i was having a lot of those moments like it's not really as hard as you make it seem if as long as the woman do this part and the man does that part so mm -hmm. i'm gonna go into another story i was visiting my shop recently and my client she had a um um no i mean my tenant she had a client that was just getting out of divorce and was you know she took it hard and had a story and she like i hate niggas basically mm -hmm. and she was just saying her story i was like well i want to know more because i'm just interested you know mm -hmm. and she was basically saying like he lost his job and things were hard so she got a job and started taking care of bills and now she tired after so long because he tripping and cheating but i got the job and i'm taking care of us you know that sounds like a story we hear all the time mm -hmm. but i feel like i had jumped in and i was like i just learned about this marriage stuff and the roles that was supposed to be playing i'm like ah, you fucked up when you got a job your position isn't to provide or to do xyz your position is to support you would, even though your husband was out of a job for six months, mm -hmm. you were supposed to be there as his supporter. Like, I got you through whatever it is. But you ultimately let that man figure it out because that's what he's designed to do. And you took his manlyhood away from him, which mm -hmm. leads him to do nothing else but cheat because he don't know what else to do with himself because you're the one working. 
Why would you get that job? I wouldn't have got that job. I would have supported my man. She talked about and being in the house with the lights off. And I said, sometimes that's that's what the hard stuff is supposed to be about marriage, not yeah. the disagreements and the cheating and stuff. Like, we're not supposed to have those type of hardships. The hardships that you're supposed to go through in marriage is supposed to be, like, real life stuff. Yeah. I'm going to support you. And be here for you mentally or however you need me to be. Let you know I love you and I'm going to stick by your side while you figure out what you need to be figuring out. Because that ain't for me to figure out. Yeah, I think that's the problem with following the Bible. People get so scared of the what ifs. They be like, oh, I got to do that? I don't want to do that. But, you know, little do you know, the other passages in the Bible teaches you how to get through those hard, tough times. Yeah. So that you know how to withstand those times. And you be like, that temptation was a little hard. Or, dang, I wasn't supposed to do this. Now you, weren't, you trying to figure out why he cheating on you. It's because he don't have nothing else to do. Like, men are designed for so much. Mm -hmm. And women are designed for so much. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. What do you I feel about that? First of all. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Do that make I, I do. Sense? I agree with all of this. Really? Mm -hmm. The only issue I got. Because mm -hmm. I'm a cautious nigga. Mm -hmm. You're a business owner, so you're cautious too. Mm -hmm. I'm with all that but I need to know you're also with all that and you usually don't find out whether they're with it or not until they're not mm. and then nowadays when you're not and again from a man's perspective I feel that we come out on the other side not in a better, but not as banged up and roughed up as y'all do when the other person is not with all that. Or it's not, when it does go left, like I said, because again, they were saying if a lot. If is a little crazy. Mm -hmm. When it goes left, I feel like a lot of sisters out here are put in long-term, not detrimental, but long-term <laughs> situations where now you have an unneeded obstacle that could have been avoided had it not been for dealing with this person. So I'm of the belief that, preferably for my sisters, because if y'all don't know, this show is for you, sisters, okay? <laughs> Niggas gonna be all right. God made us so we can be all right. But a lot of y'all are in... Um, yeah, we're emotionally created creatures. That's crazy, and that sucks. Because a lot of... I have, like, a sister, and I, I'll try that's to preach to her. That's why we're not supposed to do certain things. But y'all want to. I don't want to. You don't. I have to. But I'm mm. Do you have to? I have to. I want my life to look a certain kind of way. So I have to get up off my ass and do these things because nobody's going to do it for me. Or I would be living a certain kind of way, which I'm not accepting or I'm okay with. But you believe somebody should be doing it for you? Absolutely. But you don't want... But you can't... I'm confused now. So what, why you don't just wait till somebody do it for you? Wait. Yeah. You told the other girl to wait six months, let the lights get cut off. But she was married <laughs> to that man, and that's what happened within their marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm not committed to anybody already, so I don't have that option. I just feel like, I feel like you should be somewhat established or on the right, on the road. To like establishing yourself before you even be thinking about marriage because you kind of got to know what you want where you want to go before you can get with somebody enjoying life with them because then you're gonna be following whatever they want to do if you don't know what you want to do you get what i'm saying it's not 
I feel like you gotta find yourself before you get to that point where you want to marry somebody and spend the rest of your life, start a family, because that changes things. That changes your lifestyle. How you? I feel like growth is what changes things, and we're gonna continue to grow. So no matter who you're gonna be with, you're gonna grow with that person and become a different person. Yeah. And that's just off of me experiencing relationships that mm -hmm. could have lasted, but I'm the only one that think in this way. So it's not gonna work if they're the opposite. They don't think that's what it is. They think that means ending. That they they think that means leaving. Like I just think it means I've changed and I've changed a little faster than you. So you don't understand, but. If you're married to somebody and that person is growing and you're growing and now you're two I'm different saying, people, y'all going to have yeah. to reintroduce yourself to each other and get along because and then they love them, right? Yeah, right. It's all about love. Yeah. That's it's a about good way to look the real it. definition of love. It ain't really about marriage. Marriage is just a, a thing. It's an, I don't know what kind of thing to name it as, but it's not the whole but Just what if this person grows love. and their values and morals are total opposite of yours? Do you still make it work with that person that you grew with? That's what I'm saying because when you want to, when you. You don't got to like, think that like hard gotta, when you're not you gotta, married. Yeah. When you're not married, you can just leave. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to, that point I'm trying to make. You got to know, you got to, you got to be grown before you just be in a relationship and start a life with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because y'all joining lives, y'all joining morals, mm -hmm. y'all sharing religion. I feel like a, all of that has to be intact. All of that has to yeah. be the same. But you know that about a person when you're dealing Sometimes with them. Sometimes you don't. People convert in their 40s. They, you know what I'm saying? Like people change their way of thinking. When when you get in your 30s and 40s, yeah, okay, yeah, but you know, people get married in their 20s. They teens get married now. Nah. It's about experience. She's leaning so. my side. Of I, well, I'm, it's not that I'm leaning. I just you feel like you really feel like should it's ex know. Experience then. You should know it, and you should know what your partner wants. Y'all should experience. Like y'all should people rush into relationships yeah. fast too. Mm -hmm. Like and then they be told one thing different. about these women and me and my homegirls went out and we was talking about this yesterday. We all different. One entrepreneur, one work for the niggas, one lover girl, one in the relationship. Like we all different, but mm -hmm. one girl said, um, you won't like she was saying on it, I want a husband this and I want a man to take care of me, da 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 but yeah, you want all that on the first day of introduction. So anything that a man says to you that ain't that you don't even want to look for it. You're never gonna have a man because you're never even gonna get to know the person to see if he's capable of doing all the things you want. Mm -hmm. That was just one of the situations. I'm like, Well, if you put it that way, a lot of women do go first day, like they be knowing what they want, at least they think they know what they want. That's people don't date no on more. On the first day if that's not what they talking about, they, uh, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've, I've done that as well, being so stuck on what I want. Because mm -hmm. I do know what I want. I know the type of life I want to live. And I've built so much for myself. It's like I wouldn't, I can't settle. I'm not going to settle for certain stuff, you know, for anything less mm -hmm. of my worth. Like once you get to know your worth and stuff like that. But I've definitely been one of those people that was like, dang, I probably missed out on my damn husband because I was so stuck on what I wanted and what mm -hmm. I want. And, you know, I was like, hey, you're not giving it to me within this time now. I don't want you. And he could have been my husband if I would have just sat back and relaxed. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I feel like I'm being... I swear to God, I'm not being anti tonight. I don't like dating either. Dating, I don't like the... I know, I don't like nothing. Dating is kind of crazy. It's a lot awkward, I would say. Because it's like, I don't... 
It's scary and fear is like the worst. Yeah. It don't got yeah. enemy. I have the like it's it is awkward. I'm, I hate I'm, awkward I'm sure moments. everybody wants somebody. Yeah. To love them and treat them well and experience life with and have positive yeah. interactions, and good or bad, grow old and grow old. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's not one. Like if you don't, then maybe you weird. But everybody wants that. But it's like such a scary experience from to get different experiences. Anyway. That's why it's based off what you experience. Like mm-hmm. it can get so traumatized. It might not so even scary. be something somebody experienced. I think people just really take marriage and relationship and put it in this negative category because of how people handle it. People handle yeah, because of what they experience. Their experience maybe not the a lot of divorces or yeah. their own household was separated, so they don't even know what that looked yeah. like. Or that may be a fairy tale to them. Yeah. Like because I bet you a divorce is wasn't a thing if it wasn't something that we could do it wouldn't be so many people just marrying and dating wouldn't be so casual so? Mm-hmm. like it is now you get what i'm saying i think that because we got the avenue of escaping from marriage now people be like okay well, i can get in this and <laughs> just get, up and leave because i was it don't watching work. love at their lockup and this man in jail gave two different girls a ring from jail, like proposed to them over the phone, and I just thought that was so crazy. Like, how? why? Because he loves both of them. How? What do you mean how? How? You can't marry both of them. Why you can't? I don't think you can do that you by think law. You can do that by law. I think you can do that by law. Not maybe in this and state. Not in Georgia. Probably not in Georgia, but somewhere in this country, you could for sure do that. I just, but I, that takes away the real meaning of marriage. That takes away his roles and responsibilities within the household. How can he take care of two houses Everybody and be don't two know different, a, a husband real to two different women? How can you do that? What was He's getting married for the wrong reasons. That's what it was. He's getting married for himself. And that's another thing that the Bible was telling you. Like, mm. you're not getting married for you and what you want or her and, and what they want. Just because you love them don't mean you marry them. You're getting married for everything at the end of the day, everything that we talk about, it always go back to one person, and mm-hmm. it's not us. Like, mm-hmm. what was we talking about yesterday about getting the glory? Like, dang, I'm never good with speaking word from word, but basically, like, for instance, how you were saying that if I was, what if I was the person in your life to give you a message, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about whatever we're talking about, and somehow God speaking through me, and I gave you a message, and you really took it and did something different with your life, and now your life is better, or you know went off for the better, and I don't get that credit. You didn't give me that credit, or whatever. And I feel like maybe He should have gave me that credit. I'm the one that told you this, or mm-hmm. whatever. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not the one that's supposed to get the credit. Like that was for God. He used me, and I agreed to that. I agreed to get used, like work through me. It get deep. I'm gonna see when it. But I'm I had a, to say mm-hmm. that. That that's never gonna work. What? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to use that whenever I can. Like what? no, with my gas money, no, you didn't give me a ride. God gave me a ride. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, gave car. he gave you the car to get me to my destination. You could have not had a car today. God, no. I don't. God put that person in your life mm-hmm. to accomplish yes, what you did. needed that he knew you needed and that person didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So you don't get the glory, God. But didn't. I think right. that, or this that, gas money. at that moment, you that would be the difference between you asking somebody to take you somewhere and offering them gas money for it. And then being like, hey, 
God led me to take you to work today. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Them two different things. I hope I can get that off. <laughs> I doubt it. But I, but I have faith, so I'll try to get that. You know, like in the book of Ephesians, they said, look, and it was something around like, so, no, but then they said, uh, humbling about, yourself. Yeah. Like, people mm-hmm. think humbling yourself is like, oh, I don't brag, or I keep it to myself, or I'll be in my own world. Like, that's not the humbling yourself mm-hmm. definition. It's more like, can you accept the fact that you're not getting the glory? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's humbling, ain't I'm a, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like, can't what? Wait. I did that for you. Mm. It came out of my mouth, but literally, it ain't yours. I was about to say, humble yourself. Yeah, I was you about to say, like, what? Too. No, like, no, no, no. Just no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, that's how you would be feeling. Like, yeah. that shit came out of my mouth. Or mm. I did this for you. I drove that car. God did not. But mm. that's the type of faith you got to have or that relationship. I don't know how far your spiritual world is, but. Mm-hmm. That's just some along along with marriage, like baby just, steps. everything just <laughs> definitely baby steps. Baby steps for him. Why? <laughs> wait a minute. Why is my faith getting questioned <laughs> no. all night? Questioned. It's been I'm two and a half hours. With the biblical information that you're receiving, you probably gotta take baby steps in receiving it. Cause you yeah, know it's like, really. all right, I got that piece. Let me take that piece. I'm I'm gonna take what you said and then tell them. You don't get the glory. You know what I'm saying? Like, you took a piece of it. You received it. But sometimes you can't throw out too much. I'm going to say that the next time. I received it all. I got it. But I'm still down here with y'all niggas. (laughs) And what I believe and what my eyes are showing me sometimes is two different things. Like, I I believe that I'm not going to go till it's my time to go. Mm Mm-hmm. But that nigga might believe, nigga, it's your time to go today. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, no, you wrong. It's not my time. I'm shot in the head dead now. Now I'm looking like, what? I thought mm-hmm. it wasn't my time to go. No, 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 no. I'm gonna be more cautious, even though Ooh, yes. That's what you get for thinking. Why are you thinking? I know right. that's where faith comes in. That faith yeah, plays a big part in Christian yeah. and, and religion in in general. You gotta have some type of faith of the unknown. Or the, yeah. the things that you can't see for and you to for you to be able to believe and to even, you know what I'm saying like that's what anything. And I got a lot of my faith. spiritual belief from my business. Like mm-hmm. believe it or not, like it. What we how I even got into this is because of my business. Like it was like how you said if a prophet comes to you tell you some stuff that only you and you know how the heck are you telling me this? Mm-hmm. Like I done been in situations where. You know, my experiences was, like, so amazing. Where it's like, who else? Who who could? This is just not. Like, some things is not luck or magic or nothing. Like, how is this possible? Mm -hmm. So I began to have more faith. Like, Mm -hmm. my faith has grown so much from the time I started my business up until now. So my second location... Yeah, it was more work, and I didn't have the things I had on my first round, but I had so much faith based off what he did for me. Mm-hmm. When I opened my Atlanta shop, it was like, hey, I'm going to sit back and relax. I ain't going to complain. I ain't going to argue. I'm not going to question. And then it just made it, it made it easier. It made the whole thing a breeze. Like, mm-hmm. yep, trials and tribulations, you're going to have those. It's stuff mm-hmm. we can't control, but mm-hmm. it make those experiences easier just having faith. In the unknown, mm-hmm. like keeping a positive mindset is just like standing in a room full of millionaires. Like, 
I like how you <laughs> looped that back around. That was tough. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. I've had these two women out a lot longer than it was. It's almost 1130. Mm. I know they have things to do. We would sit here and talk all night about um, religion. I didn't get into the um, the relationship bag how I wanted to. She kind of she dipped and dodged that nicely. Mm. I was I'm very impressed how she did that. <laughs> she di- she dipped it so hard, made me forget. Normally, <laughs> how I go when they dip something it's like they dip it, get into a long conversation. And then if it's another person in here, like Star, they'll engage with them. So now <laughs> we didn't got three conversations in. I didn't forgot what we was originally talking about. That's normally <laughs> how they do it. But she made me forget off of like the first curve. That was tough. Yeah. That was very impressive. I like that. Well, I appreciate you for coming out. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the invite. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I enjoyed the conversation. Tomorrow's. Yes, and where can they follow you at? Where can they find you? If oh. you got the hairstylists that want to come and check you out, where would they go? Yep, well, you can go to www.aaronlandcollection.com. My cell phone number is 313-433-7433. Instagram, social medias is itsland.styles, Aaronland Collection, and Aaronland underscore personally, because I do model mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You said that, and I didn't ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Next time, next time, I got next you. time. <laughs> star, let the people know where they can follow you. No, you can follow me at it's just star on Instagram, shine 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 on Facebook. Make sure y'all follow um the show, Told Not So Podcast on Spotify, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, we'll be there. Working on the YouTube page. I want to wait till we get about like. I want to have a nice bulk of content to upload at one time. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe four or five episodes in. Yeah. Put a nice little compilation thing together. Maybe two episodes after that. Mm-hmm. We'll just flood your uh, subscription box with content. I appreciate you for coming out. I appreciate the invite. It was a pleasure. Yes. Now, real quick, I have a quick question. Okay. <laughs> Do you sing? Not, like, literally. <sighs> She do. She do. That was the. Don't ask me. (laughs) You know, I was just hoping. I'm like, he didn't ask me. She do. It's like a hidden. You talking about let's hear? That's really what I didn't want to hear. Oh, you. Oh, I was talking. That ain't. Oh, hold on. Uh, We didn't hold on. We stumbled across something. You can actually like sing, sing. I think. I feel like. Oh wow. I feel like she can sing. She didn't deny it. She really did not. She did not. And she knew this day would come. I knew this day would come. No, so yeah, I can it. sing, but I'm like super shy with singing and singing. I'm not a shy person. I perform all that, but singing is <laughs> one thing. Like, you put me on a spot like this right here, I wouldn't even know what to do. But you catch me on a regular, maybe five minutes after this, I might sing and you might hear me and be like, she can sing. We just gonna keep it at that. Yeah, she not, I'm not letting. I'm gonna let it go, but I'm acknowledged the serve the swerve she just did right there. That one's getting she acknowledged. The swerver. That's crazy. Okay, hold on, cause yeah. what I tend to do, and Star is only her second time. Hold on, where's that? Her second time doing this. So because we're we're young people on here, and I tend to play. Normally, I play a lot of Detroit music, like new stuff, stuff that came out like yesterday. I'd be pretty got a good ear for that. And rap, I rarely play R and B. I like R&B today, but it ain't like how it used to be. Definitely. So to kind of 
widen my um, age range of audience. Mm -hmm. Like, I want people younger than us. I want people way old, like twice our age, like 50, mm -hmm. 40 old people. You know what I'm saying? Listening. So I'll play like an old school jammy jam at the end. Because those of y'all that know, my, 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 my dear granddad raised me. He raised me properly. You know what I'm saying? So in the house, it was, <laughs> I don't feel like that deserved laughter. Why was that so funny? What just happened now? No, I'm I sorry. just loved you hugging yourself. That was oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my OG raised me properly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was hip-hop upstairs. Um, 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 like Luther Vandross or something downstairs. So at the end of every show, I tend to play an old school jammy jam. Now typically everybody's at a good level of high where all of the um, nervousness is gone and then we break out in the song. But what, what's been happening as of late, a lot of niggas is not connected with their OGs and don't know nothing about old R&B, so I be lost. Next week, this is your second time, <laughs> next week, it's on you to pick something that's got to be at least 10 years old. Oh, I got some 10 years old songs. 10 at the years least. Old. That's at the <laughs> minimum. I want yeah, older than oh, that. I'm like, how old am I? Yeah. Okay. I want like, like 70, 80, 90, 2000 and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm a well, I'm a music person. Yeah, this is my, this is my what I keep to myself. And you know? that's what I always that's try. Singing and the music is I'm like my so own. I'm so glad you said What's that. What's your birthday? April 17th. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, I thought you, you I thought she was in the science. Yeah, she's an Aries. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm not a oh. <laughs> astrologist. I can't really. Okay. When I'm a Libra. Ten ten. What does that mean? It means she's a Libra. Oh, okay. All right. Because uh -huh. niggas will tell you Libras like. Libras are, uh, what is this? Indecisive. The scale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Aries is the ram. If you were saying what it means, I guess. Oh, okay, ram. okay. Because I hate just just me personally. What I hate, I'll talk to somebody, and then somehow signs come up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a Scorpio. They be like, mm, I can see that. What do you mean you can see that? What does I that do even that, mean? Though I do that. I correlate other signs that I've met with the signs that I meet. If that makes sense, because to be honest with you. I do think signs correlate. Like, I think the, some characteristics are the same in a group of people. When they, like Libras, they carry certain characteristics that Libras carry. Same thing with Pisces and Aries and everybody else. I feel like in a group, they got one particular thing that might be the same. <laughs> I just feel like those are those individual people's, like, traits. That's just me. Because I know Scorpios are supposed to be, like, vengeful. Um, kind of jealous. Um, I never heard that one. What? That Scorpios are jealous? Because we don't trust anybody. Okay, I can see that. You're a Scorpio? Yeah. Now, I feel it's a coincidence that I don't trust a lot of people. And I believe in get back. I don't think that got nothing to do with my birthday. And that, I just feel like that's me. I think I got Maybe that might do. I just think those are just like random coincidences. I don't think it holds any weight. That everybody born is so happens to be a Scorpio. No, not Same. everybody. Not everybody. No, for real though, like I do think that signs do have sharing characteristics. characteristics. Yeah. But then I also think it's all about experience because it's some Aries that I met and I'm like, bro, what? Uh-huh. I yeah, mean, I ain't saying everybody's exactly alike, but I do think that they have some similar characteristics. Even if 
Um, even if they don't handle them the same, they still might have those characters. Or they oh, might I get what you're saying. Like, I have a temper, but I don't use it because yeah. I'm not that person. You right. Know, some people don't might have, have that. an attitude problem, but you don't notice it. It might just be something that's like, I had to get I had to get on because they really pissed me off. But you don't you know that that might be you might not be the one that's loud and crazy. But that don't mean you still ain't got no anger problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just some people handle it different, but I think the characteristics are still there. Like we're supposed to be insensitive. I don't think I'm an insensitive person. Yes, I definitely think um, at times. I think Scorpios are such babies, so soft. No, I'm not gonna say so soft. Soft was a very specific. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a specific choice of word. That was crazy. Dang. Maybe oh not God. soft, just not hard. What the? What is going on? Right now, that's crazy. We're getting. We about to go because we're not about to. I'm not. I'm not. It's too. My it's, sister is a Scorpio. And I think Scorpios are just sensitive, for real. Like, but they just got they this don't give weird a fuck, way though. of showing it. Like, I know. I Respectfully, think that, though. I think they don't that, give a fuck, but they are sensitive. I think that they fuck. do care. I, mean, I think that they portray that they don't really give. Yeah. And then come to find out, you're not really what you are when you were born. You're the moon version of that. So your moon sign is what is what your, your main like where most of your characteristics and stuff come from. Like you're an Aries, but I'm I have a Virgo moon, so a lot of my characteristics are relatable than the Virgo to a Virgo. Mm -hmm. But how I I don't get it. I don't really yeah. care. Yeah, I don't. I it's don't. deep. You have you will really have to look into like the day you was born, the time you was born, where you was born. Yeah, I did one all of those things. It was like the time yeah. and all that stuff, and they told me that I was a Virgo moon. Yeah. So I act like a Virgo, but if a Virgo is somebody else or yeah, it's particular, it's confusing. Uh, see, it I don't know. Stupid, don't it? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's just yeah. like that's why. That's I why I it's up. like it's about it experience. Just, people it are just people. Just take a little they... research, just like anything that you want to understand. Out of all of the stuff to research, don't research that. Okay, <laughs> I change but my sign. Astrology will probably make a lot more sense than a lot of a lot of things. I mean, because it's just like a right or wrong. This came from here. This happened because that. This has a time. It's kind of like math or science. It kind of just give you a straightforward answer. You don't kind of like get a different answer. Face this way on the day and night and time you were born. Yeah. So you are blunt. <laughs> you are sensitive and you are hardworking. That's how it be. Okay. Mm. Two out of the three of those I felt were like straight bullets that kind of got thrown my way. I'm not gonna. No, I was just saying anything. That, that was crazy. Based Anything you See, don't, you that's don't strike me as just saying anything. That's 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 the Scorpio. <laughs> that's the sensitive. <laughs> you don't strike me as a person that just says anything. I can. You can do anything. You don't strike me as the person that does that. Often, if ever. I don't know. Most of the time, I say exactly what's on my head. Mm -hmm. It ain't random. Random. It was intention behind what was said. I guess, yeah. Mm hmm See? Keeps me knowing, bro. I got the... This, I got... It's a third one. I be knowing. I be reading it. It's perfectly. I was supposed to have played a song like 10 minutes ago. We jumped into a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear what this song is. So we, we finished to go. I'm about to get up out of here. about to play some real um cookout, drunk uncle singing real loud ass music. Mm -hmm. We about to get oh, out of yeah. here. Yeah, we about to play Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> 
R.I.P. my nigga. R.I.P. my nigga. That was not what I was about to play. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my god. All right, y'all. We about to go. I'll see y'all next week. I appreciate you for coming out. Next week. Next week. I'll be here. Tomorrow. Next week and tomorrow. For y'all. <laughs> Peace.